This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. <sighs> All right, man. It's BMF finale, dog. I mean, it's only one way we could come through for the BMF finale, dog. We've been doing Detroit vibes every week. We got to go out with a classic. Hold up. Before we go out with a classic, Wait. let me get on the Bluetooth. Yeah, my thing, <laughs> that might help. Connect to the Bluetooth. That might help if I jump on the road, catch Is anybody fucking with BMF? Hey. I don't know if I want. Hey, man. I know the answer, but. Hey, dog. Why the fuck? Why is unsuccessful? Do I got to forget the device again, Yeah, you bro? probably got to forget it. I ain't had to do that in a long ass time. While we wait on that, um, let's get back to the convo we was having. Love Life on HBO Max. Man, <laughs> that shit is so good, dog. Phenom- dog, that was, it was black excellence because it was a black lead and primarily black cast. But that was just a great fucking show, bro. It really um, was. Season two of Love Life. If y'all have not watched it on HBO Max, please go watch them 10 episodes. You will get through all 10 quick as hell because it's that good, bro. Like, you want to see the next episode that pop up, bro. And I never watched season one. So I hadn't, I'd watched episode one of season one and then probably just fell off on some normal, like, rego shit. Um, it wasn't this good. I don't, I don't care if I go through and watch the whole 10 and I think it's straight. It wasn't this good, dog. I didn't let you connect. No, nah, now nah, it ain't popping up. I forgot the device. But now it ain't popping up. Let me see. Yeah, it's just your uh, your iMac popping up. Uh, go out and then come back in. Let me see. I'm about to close that boy out. But yeah, dog, that was just uh, that was fucking amazing television, dog. It's a few Yo, things on there that CP, happened. CP killed it. Yo, shit, man, dog. CP killed it. Uh, Chris Paul, Detroit bread man, down in LA doing his thing, killed his role in that show. I was about to say that movie. Um, dog, the lead. I I was ready for him to be like. Too awkward for me. Crushed it, bro. I felt everything that nigga was doing, man. What is going on with the Bluetooth, dog? Oh man. Um, even though it was wild rooting for her because of what she did, Mia, like, fam, I I really liked her, dog. Like I did. It was kind of weird because like I want. I mean, we gonna get to it when we get to like. Insecure, but you remember how I was saying, like, yo, I don't necessarily know if I want Issa and Nathan. Like, they their toxicness or just like the risk of them being in a relationship. I felt like, you know what, stay friends and stay doing what y'all was doing. I don't agree. I think niggas should try to do that shit. If it don't work, it don't work. But like, nah, run nah, that shit. I wanted them niggas to stay friends. But Mia and Dog in Love Life. I was glad they worked that shit out, nigga. <laughs> like, figure that shit out. Oh, and if we just gave it away, my bad, bro. I mean, shit. We ain't tell y'all to listen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad. All right, man. This shit is not fucking popping up, dog. What is going on with the with the roadcaster boy? That is the one I'm supposed to be on, right? No. Oh, BT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to connect to one other room. <laughs> Yo. Oh, shit. My dumb ass. That's funny. And now we connected that quick. All right, man. Let's get into it. Detroit shit, BMF. What up? Count 
niggas trippin', slippin' in the dope game, rollin' in the fast lane, sippin' champagne, smokin' weed, they heard the slingin' keys, but it's bowls of the trees, now I'm done with cheese, hot nigga, on the Detroit River with a yacht nigga, hot ice immediately, wear it all on BT, dog, how you like it, I'm doing the night, platinum tank, cop the same for the wifey, enemies wanna do me, probably cause they wanna be me, but they can't, here's a tip, dog, stack bank, pussy nigga, don't know where I hang at, seven mile, better power, walking through the airport with about a hundred thousand, they think it's for topping, but no, it's for shopping, Chris popping, y'all niggas ain't stopping, shit, independently on, bought out records, tell the boy on the necklace, I roll with my niggas, get high with my niggas, count stacks with my niggas, fuck holes with my niggas, come roll with a nigga, get high with a nigga, man. That Street Lords album was like, man. Hey, go turn the shit up. Turn it up. I stay smoking weed that be super smelly, super still rolling on D's, though it's snow to my knees. By the bar, the Chris at all the parties, I know they hate it. That I made it in the rap game, strap game that you lame, that be sought my name. I'm flipping verses like birds, I ain't hurt. I'm soon to be in Cancun to the flowers. Man, these niggas was, I know this sound wild. It's gonna sound wild, but they was before they died. Because <laughs> this the type of music that niggas listen to now. But when it dropped, it was like, no, nah, we ain't. He was like, no, nah, this not it. But no. Dog. This is it. Dog, them niggas was BMF to us. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. Like, that's just what it was, bro. Yeah, man. Oh my God. Why they only why I'm only seeing the fucking instrumental on here though? Oh, yeah, I got a YouTube on that one. That's, that's what I'm on. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> seeing the motherfucking instrumentals, dog. We'll get to that. We got plenty of time to play that shit. Uh welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 196, I think. 196 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. One Half of the Culture. One Half of Everything. A.k.a. Is anybody fucking with us? <laughs> no. <laughs> anybody bringing this heat like us? No. 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 Dog. Um... <laughs> The episode we got for y'all today, I'm going to just tell you right now. We got 19,000 things to talk about, man. We got a... Uh, I almost was like, man, I'm not even... I was like, dude, does power need a, a, a right pot. back app? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who? I, why, why was this a good idea for them? Like, why would y'all... Why did it need a lead in? So... Like, it's not like we watching this shit at 8 o'clock and then... Yeah, everybody is watching it at midnight or... Whenever they feel like it, once it's up after midnight, y'all didn't need to have these on back to back, like a finale and a premiere, same night. Why? That's messy. That makes me think that didn't really go down the way that Fifty said it went down about that BMF episode seven. Because I feel like nah, y'all had to have planned it. This wasn't a slip up or some last minute shit. Bro. I thought they had moved it so it wouldn't be like oh. There's gonna be a week, a week gap. off. Yeah, that's but if what it I was thought. Com- like, no, just continue. Like, I don't we didn't understand. need to have y'all throw two shows at us for us to review, in addition to the other one with insecure that we got to. It's just a lot of fucking TV. Not dog. even outside of just like us, yeah. reviewing because. But then that's also a lot of cracking one night. It's a lot of cracking one night. It's a lot of cocaine. It's a lot of violence, nigga. And nigga, I, I gotta be honest, dog. That episode of Power was kind of weird. <laughs> 
It was a lot happening on that shit, a whole dog. Lot, man. It was like 93 things happening on there, man. Um, we're going to get to power. We're going to get to BMF. Before we get to any of that, I want to thank the listeners, thank the fans, thank the audience, thank everybody who rocking with us week to week, checking out both episodes. We fuck with y'all heavy. Um, I want to start it on this note just so we can discuss it and, you know, move into the silly shit. But before I even bring up the topic, y'all already should know what it is, man. Crack baby, Damn. mama she was in the street, so guess who raised me? Street, you motherfucking right, couldn't get it from my mama, so I got it off the block. block. Been working my whole life, but I ain't never punched a clock. Nine years old, I seen a nigga get shot. Damn, Damn. niggas quick to run they mouth when they get jammed. Puss ass nigga, tell it on his own fam. Same nigga that you break your neck for yeah. Be the same nigga that cross you out and wet you up Supposed to be chasing money, but you chasing bitches Real bosses don't talk, we just sit back and listen uh-huh. Stack that paper up and then make boss moves yeah. She like to argue, so I sent that bitch to law school Keep, keep it real with your dog, no matter what Preach. Same bitch decline, she love you, she'll set you up Preach. Out here in these streets, it ain't no such thing as love Preach. The only thing I trust is this pill stand these slugs Man, mm, chills. Man, rest in peace, Young Dolph. Man, uh, I'm I'm sure y'all done heard a ton of pods about it. Um, I know the homie already spoke about it, man, but we had to bring it up one more time, man. Uh, Young Dolph, man, killed last week in his hometown, Memphis, um, at the Cookie Spot. You know, his favorite spot in town. Supports it every time he pulls up, going to get some cookies for his mom, dog. Mm. Like, bro. Man, this shit, before his turkey giveaway. This was like two, three hours before the turkey giveaway was supposed to happen. Like, man. fam, I'm literally back in the city for y'all. I'm back for y'all. I'm back to support my favorite black business right here in Memphis. And then I'm back to give away turkeys to everybody in the neighborhood who need one, dog. So y'all can have a dope Thanksgiving next week. Dog. It's, a, it's sad, man. That shit is sad as fuck, bro. And, um, it's, and, and it's not sad because it's Dolph the rapper. Mm-mm. It's sad because, like, let's say he didn't rap at all. Mm-hmm. He just a person yep. who works at GM or yeah. something like that. And he goes to a store and he gets gunned down and he's like a father with children and, yep. and wife. Like, that's just sad, man. Bro, I saw the tweet that perfectly encapsulated how I felt about this shit when it first happened. I don't know if niggas think they shooting rappers' personas, but y'all really just killing dads. Bro, you killed the father of two, a good one. Loved his fucking family, dog. Loved his girl, loved his daughter and his son. Why the fuck did y'all kill that man, bro? Like, it's it's nuts when you think about it, dog. Like, Well, the internet is uh, internet and the internet is the 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 greatest crime solving machine that there is. My God, they found the vehicle. Oh well, yeah, they found the vehicle and was, the dudes. Yeah, yeah. They didn't match his gate yeah. to his hat. 
to to find a video where they shot up like yeah. But then the internet also interneted and had all the all the rumors ablaze, nigga. Yo, they shot uh young gangst young what the fuck is that nigga name? Black young. Black youngster grandma up. No, they didn't. Yo, they shot up that nigga Gotti restaurant. The cops is up. No, they didn't. What's so funny about that? What that is like? So it came out that they got shot. That that grandma house got shot. Mm-hmm. And people was like, no, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. And then someone ups the picture of the police inside of a house and say, shut the fuck up, it did. If y'all ain't y'all, if y'all not in Memphis, yeah. don't know it. I'm like, well, shit. Damn. Now you coming back yeah and then, it's, then later on after that it's found out the police say yo that never happened Fact. it's like well shit what the fuck did that get uploaded <laughs> like who was that yeah and like who why was that and why are you going through so much lymphs if that was just a random house yeah yeah, yeah. that's kind of that's yeah if up. that now nah, it's if very it, fucked up yeah if it wasn't like who is going through this amount of lymph yeah. to make it look and appear that way yeah man um scary shit dog uh I remember, I think it was when uh, Pop Smoke got killed. Somebody, Jim Jones maybe, made a statement about rap being the most dangerous profession in the world. Um, said it's, it's too difficult to be a rapper. You putting your life on the line every day. And I thought about it for a minute when this happened with Dolph. I get why he would say that in the position he's in as a rapper, seeing another young rapper from New York like himself get killed or whatever. Um, but I'm like, no. Being a rapper ain't the most dangerous profession. Being black and successful is the most dangerous shit in the world, dog. Uh, if you trying to stay attached to where you come from, yeah, that's it. the most dangerous shit in the world, dog. Like, I don't think these people got killed because they rap. Mm-mm. You know, no, not at all. Not at like, all. Like, unfortunately, well, there's no fortune in this situation. Like Facts. with uh, with Pop Smoke, he got killed by children, fam. Like literal kids yeah. under eighteen, yep. trying to do on some on some breaking the internet and being e robbery shit. Yo, like nigga, seen your Insta story, zoomed in on that tag, saw the address, said, "Oh, probably Google mapped that home real quick." Oh, that's where he at right now. And then turns out that these kids was linked to other robberies in mm-hmm. these. Cause you know mm-hmm. they was going around like, "Yo, all these break ins in the Hollywood Hills yeah. and all the other stuff." Like, uh, yo, that don't got shit to do with rap. That got to do with who got the money. This a lick, fam. I read a story about a week and a half ago. Actually, uh, probably about three days before Dolph got murdered, they ran up on Terrence J out in L.A. I heard. Followed him from the club to the crib at three in the morning. Yeah. Waited till he got in his driveway and was getting out. And then tried to rush him, dog. Fortunately, he was able to hop back in the car and peel off. Yeah, him and, then, and an acquaintance. Yeah, him you know, and an acquaintance. Oh, Terrence always, J got an acquaintance, nigga. Who the fuck is Terrence J? That he, that the acquaintance is never revealed. <laughs> no, nah, Terrence J. Yo, if you want to know how to hide it. Maybe that's, he, he, in, a, he in a fraternity, so. Yeah, yeah, hey, <laughs> my nigga know how to keep them secrets, dog. Discretion, nah, nigga. Yo, maybe you got you to gotta cash in them, uh, hey, the bruh point. <laughs> hey, man, discretion. Somebody hiding a body, nigga. But, yeah. um, no, nah, man, fortunately, he was able to pull off and get away and then he said he saw some cops nearby told them what happened of course that's dangerous in itself i mean pulling up on cops in a exotic car and as a black man at night at night at three in the morning in a white neighborhood or wealthy neighborhood let me not say white but pulling up and saying hey 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 i mean it's a fair assumption that's a white neighborhood it's 100 fair but it's it's fucked up And, and i bring it up because again terrence j ain't a rapper Terrence J seemed like one of the nicest, one of them niggas. He regular as fuck. Yo, I went to college. 
I went to North Carolina a and I'm a Q. I'm regular, dog. I don't rap. You ain't even seen me host shit recently, <laughs> nigga. Not nothing major. I'm just going up and going to work. And I got to, you know my face from 106 in Park. And everything else I've done in my career has never said, yo, I'm in some street shit. But I'm black. I'm successful. Shit, in that case, he ain't even back in the hood. No, in this case, nigga, you got money. Fam. And I And that's it. what the fucking problem is, dog. You got money. I want it. It's two reasons that motherfuckers is dying or there's an attempt on people's lives right now in these type situations. You got money and I want it or you got money and I'm mad at it. Is Dip- that in like a uh, shout out to the homie D-Rick. He made a post where he, he reposted <sighs> something today. Uh, last week on Shop Talk, we was talking about this situation. And, and I was wondering, like, like I know black on black crime and white on white crime. Like, that's not a thing. We, we know that. Facts, right? yeah. But I was wondering, like, why do we hold the market on gun violent, gun related yeah. deaths? Yeah. Because whatever you want to say about whatever, like, why is that? And like, how do we kind of stop? And I went to the point where it's like, yo, the only thing that's going to stop this shit, which may sound wild, <laughs> is, you know, fathers got to be in their son's lives. Mm. Y'all got to raise these children together mm. because... Whatever the, the 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 cause of whether it's poverty, whether it's all this stuff, like yeah. it's statistically can be eliminated if you come from a two parent loving home. Even if you're not in the same home, but like yeah. a loving situation or whatever. Um so D Rick had posted something in a uh a, a woman, you about to play it or you know I was trying to find it, yeah, yeah. Uh basically a woman said the reason that uh we got so much violence is because a bunch of these men are running around acting like women. And then she went further and explained like, I got it. All right. Let me play this real quick. (laughs) Clearly I got time today, but man, that's not what was said. Um, And that's not what the young man said when he replied to you either. He said that men understand that at all times, there's always a low level probability of violence and that is because men understand respect in a different way from what women do women have a tendency to push the boundaries of respect now again are there men that are disrespectful yes but typically men that display overly emotional behavior and do the things that a woman does was usually raised by women so Who's teaching these young men that behavior? Men don't typically push the boundaries of respect. They have a different understanding of it. Women do. And the reason why women do is because women are never held accountable for their disrespectful way. Yeah, we can stop it right there. Now, before we even have this discussion, this discussion is not about women and what they are or are not doing. That's not where Mm -hmm. I'm going with this. I doubt that's where Ant was going this. But if you're in a situation where a lot of the the young black males in our society are being raised by a woman, um, a woman can't be a man. Yeah. Um, And they pick up certain things from you which i was like yo this makes so much sense because like i just said last week yeah you need a man and a woman you need that balance yeah you know what i'm saying and you got a bunch of men who have access to weapons 
who are being overly emotional and they are emotional with their mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. Right. So, no, you don't. You, you, this is not how you're supposed to react to a situation. Yeah. But because you don't understand that and you have a misplaced um, idea of what masculinity is. You are overreacting and you being you acting out emotionally over something that you should there should be better conflict resolution. Like you ready to, to go off the hinges because yeah. you were to a certain extent you was you observed that. Mm-hmm. And now you added your tax on there. And now you extremely violent and you really emotional and you shouldn't be this emotional. You ever seen and and this rhetorical because I know you've seen it um, when uh, women will post some shit like just a cool ass bitch with real nigga tendencies or some shit like that. Me being a man ain't a tendency. I'm a man. I it 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 is. It's what I am. It's who I am. I can't have any other tendencies other than my manhood. Raising a man and having tendencies of a man leaves a lot of room for subjectivity. It leaves a lot of room for that man to misinterpret his behavior and how he's supposed to react and respond to certain situations. When I see another man getting some, me looking at him and being mad at that, that he got something that I want or that I just wish I could get and I can't, that's an effeminate response to me seeing that man. When I see another nigga, I don't give a fuck. What another nigga got, nigga, Hove said it best, nigga. What you eat don't make me shit. It literally doesn't move. And if it's somebody I'm close to, I'm happy for him. But I'm never going to look at a nigga and hate on him. That hatred comes from some shit that ain't masculine, dog. It's a different type of energy, bro. People take, oh, I've been disrespected. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to overdo it. Yeah. That's, the, that's the little cute and funny saying. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to overdo yep. it. So you feel... Whatever level of disrespect by said said person, the, the the response to this is let's go murder them. Yeah. You like, go what? all the way. You literally, you overcompensate to life's end. Nigga, why? Why? Why would you go that far for whatever the fuck happened, dog? Why do we take it? To, yo, dog, I, um, I looked at uh, Friday the other day. I was watching Friday, nigga, and I was when... <laughs> When Craig and Debo, right before they started scrapping, nigga, Debo pulled a knife out on that nigga like, yo, I'm about to stick this nigga and be done. Craig had the strap, nigga. Bow, I one-upped you. And then both of them niggas put that shit down and just got their thug on. Nigga, why? We gonna thump it out and leave it here, nigga. Not granted, we know the movies went on. They ain't leave it there. No, I'd have shot Debo, though, man. No, no. First of all, <laughs> it was funny. I'm when you, when Craig hit him with the brick. bigger than me, and he got a fucking a chisel, because that's what it looked like. Yeah, it was a he, chisel. Well, nigga had an ice pick. That's <laughs> what like, it really was. Look, when Craig hit that nigga with the brick, Shorty was like, well, Craig cheated. And I was like, true, but with a nigga like Debo, if we gonna go hand-to-hand, I might gotta go brick to head, nigga, because I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna lose this fight, nigga, if I don't. But I bring that up just to say That's fucked up. I just talking about <laughs> shooting and overreacting. <laughs> it's it's ways to resolve conflicts, it's ways to resolve your emotions, it's ways to resolve your attitude, your anger, whatever it is that you might have toward another person before it comes to ending their lives, dog. Before it comes to, yo, I want to kill that person, dog. And me and you have talked about this shit on this pod quite a few times that um, it seems like nowadays, I'm not going to say this generation, because we are part of this generation, so fuck out of here. Um, But nowadays, it seems like people have less value of life. There's really no value of life. 
niggas do the most basic shit, and the response is, dog, I ought to kill that nigga, dog. Yeah, it, it, it's no... <laughs> this shit full surface. Yeah. Full circle and full service, whatever. Uh, shout out to Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Cass. Uh, like, I don't, they don't got no regard to human life, man, while it's here or before it's here, man. Like, think about it. Like, we, we don't give a fuck while it's here or before it's here, and damn, not even after. Then when it's gone, it's, you know, you know what really irritated me. And I don't, this shouldn't have irritated me. Maybe this was an effeminate fucking emotional response. I don't know, nigga. But when I kept seeing people say, yo, streamed off music, he owned his own masters. Fam, I literally never seen one of y'all niggas ever post that shit in my life. When he was alive, he still owned his masters. Like, yo, the money still went to his family. I understand now you wanted to go to his girl and his children. I get that. But did you not want it to go to him when he was alive, nigga? Because I'm sure he needed them streams. Just as much, you know, it's it's shit like that that people do that just like it confuses me, dog. Because we have these like instant little, like I started seeing people do the the thing that they do after someone dies. They were posting, and then you get two sentences into their comment or their status, and now it's no longer about the person who died; it's about them. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, oh man, we just we don't care, dog. Well, rest like, in peace to Dolph, because you know when I went to get some cookies. And then, <laughs> and fam, like I felt, I they felt, literally leaved off in the story. I felt this way about um, uh, a, a popular journalist um, who who lives, who's from here, mm-hmm. who went to y'all school, mm-hmm. um, and it was a, a post about Dolph, and then they switched it and started making this about a gun law in mm. in Tennessee about you not having to have a permit to have a, a a gun and that's why these these murders and deaths are happening. Yeah. Um one and about poverty and everything. Yeah. I don't think Dolph got murdered over poverty. No. I think I I think he got murdered cuz they've been trying to kill him for 5 years. Literally. Um I think he got murdered over an uh, overly emotional response to to probably some form of disrespect that, yeah. I, that I thought that you gave me, right? Yep. Um and I don't think that has anything to do with poverty. I don't think that has to do cuz the niggas who who was on tape and doing that, my nigga, we don't give a fuck about no goddamn permit. Yeah. That shit only that, that only like works for like my thing was what I what I meant it by this is Yeah. Yo, this is a tragedy. Don't attach it to another political agenda that you could be right on. It could be institutional racism and yeah. education and all this. Yo, my nigga, say yo, say yo, 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 respects to him or do this shit another day. Yeah, don't link it to this because yeah. it's not. That's not what you're talking about. You're talking about your own talking points. Yeah, and not this. And that's the conversation you could have had if you cared that much. You didn't need this to happen for you to have that conversation because it's not. Directly related, Especially you know what I'm saying. You're a, you're, you're a national. Uh, everyone knows who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. National, right? You're on national television. You got shows. You got um, the whole nine yards. I also think, man, um, to your point about fatherhood and, and the point the young lady was making in a video, um, we've talked so many times about just children and their relationship with their father, man. That's that's sons and daughters. And I've, I've mentioned on the pod that when my pops was locked up, and I, I bring this up because I've seen uh, on a show recently a similar instance. When my pops was locked up, my parents never even considered me not talking to my dad. 
like me not visiting my dad. Like when there was an option for him to call and talk to me or for me to go up to whatever prison he was at and visit him, we took advantage of it, right? He was not an absentee father because he was locked up. And then you pick up on it after a 10-year bid, you come back in a nigga life and it's like, hey, now I can be your dad again. It don't work like that, bro. And I, I say that to say I know all these fathers aren't locked up or in jail or whatever. It's a lot of fathers walking around here. But do whatever the fuck you can, and I'm talking men and women, to raise your children and be in their lives, dog. I don't give a fuck what happened in y'all's relationship. I don't give a fuck what situation the man might be in. If he locked up, figure it out. If he in them streets, figure it out. If you feel like him being in the streets is going to put your kid in danger, then y'all need to have a deeper conversation about having children, nigga. But it's, huh, huh, because you ain't give a fuck then. When it was just y'all bopping and having fun. To the point where I said we don't got no respect for human life before or, or after. Like Fam. It like, well, fuck it. I just before or after. Fam. I'ma have a kid with a motherfucker I think is living too dangerous of a life for me to let them be in a child's life. What kind of sense do that make, dog? Like it don't make none, bro. And we putting kids in really fucked up situations and we're the responsible adults. We're the parents. We're the ones raising these motherfuckers. Dog, it don't work like that, bro. And I take, for men who not a part of their kids' lives, I take no fucking excuses for that, dog. It's none. I don't take none for that, bro. So, that, so the what the what the young lady was saying, yeah. that's not an indictment of the woman. Mm -mm. That's an indictment of the man. Facts. Why the fuck you ain't around, my nigga? Facts. You had a child, right? Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Like, you had a whole baby with somebody. Yeah. And I ain't want this baby. Why did you put your raw dick inside somebody if you didn't want to have a Come baby? On. Come on, It's man. not like we don't know what the fuck, what could possibly happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck it. You didn't like it. It's a stranger to you. Whatever. But that kid is half of you. Come on, the baby. You know what I'm saying? Come on, dog. I don't give a fuck. This could be side chick. It mm -hmm. could be stranger. It could be paid sex worker. I don't give a fuck what it is. You literally now, tied yourself to somebody. Half of your bro. DNA is walking around, and I don't understand why you not. I don't even understand. Real talk, dog. I don't understand the mindset of a nigga who could be comfortable knowing that they fucking DNA is out here walking around the earth, and you not taking care of them, dog. You're not taking care. You ain't raising your daughter, nigga. May I ever tell you, one of my exes offered me $8,000 to be a sperm donor for her. Oh, man, you should have took that. I thought about it. Yeah. But I was like. You should have took that and ran, nigga. <laughs> $8,000. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, I can't have no fucking kid around nah. here and I'm not involved. Nah. And like, I, I I fucking run into you and your moms or your auntie or something. Like, how the fuck? What? Nah. I need $8,000 8, at the time. Yeah, yeah. I need 8000 right now, nigga. Shit. <laughs> fuck that, nigga. I'm beans. I'm, I need my 50 mil, please, yeah. Kanye. Um, what we've, what we've talked about a billion times on this pod. Don't ever tell a fucking man, a real nigga. If you tell any nigga for real, a real nigga, he don't have to be involved in his child's life or well, he can no, be no, as no, involved. No. I don't care. Real, fake, whatever. You don't have the authority to say that because that's impacting another person. Oh, yeah. You ain't that child. Yeah, no, you're not that child. But I'm saying if you fair. tell a man that shit and he says some shit like bet. Like, that's not the type of nigga you want to be having a kid with, dog. I need every nigga in my life, and I know every nigga in yours, because I know a lot of the niggas you fuck with personally. Them niggas is great fathers, dog. I don't give a fuck what happened with them and the mom. If they married her, great. I'm happy for them. If it didn't work out, you know what? That shit happens, dog. But what them niggas have never done in my crew and in yours is be terrible fathers. And I know I'm not a dad yet. 
But one thing I've always looked forward to is getting advice from my fucking peers, nigga. Because I'm like, yo, I got some great dudes in my life who could really tell me about this father shit. I can't wait to get advice from my father. Fam. Fam. <laughs> like, yo, what, what am I supposed to do, man? <laughs> I'm going to just, like, I'm going to have talks with my dad. <laughs> Tone advice might not be. <laughs> that nigga advice might hurt you and the child, nigga. Now y'all at the store at 2 in the morning. The liquor store, nigga. It's, it's a whole different life. But it's... It's something that I feel like a man would take pride in, dog. And any man who's comfortable with a kid just out here existing in the world and they not guiding them, they not raising them, that shit is, that's bullshit, dog. So all this to say, in my personal opinion, the way that we stop the violence, yeah, the way that we stop um, all the, the educational lack that there is and all the financial lack is... Just build a family with the person you have a child with. Yeah. Statistically, if you graduate high school, get a full-time job, and don't have a baby until you marry, um, you will not be in poverty. So if poverty is our issue, there's three things that will statistically not have you in poverty. And it's the same for black and white, by the way, because the economic gap is more aligned with single-parent homes to dual-parent homes um, more so than because you black or because you white. Yeah, it's the same difference. So when you take a look at all black families and look at that gap difference, and take a look at all white families, and look at that gap. It's the same difference. Yeah. So just just don't do that, <laughs> man. And um, one one last thing I want to say on Dolph Dog, uh, fellas, not even fellas, man. But actually, you know what? I am talking to the fellas because I feel like you know what. As much as the world might be against black women, and I don't doubt that they are, I see it every day. Fam, being a black man out here, it's really scary, though. <laughs> like, we we go through some some fears that at this point are just part of your fucking life. Like, fam, I shouldn't have to pull up to the liquor store in Southfield and immediately, like, check what I'm wearing real quick before I run in that store by myself, dog. Like, yo, do I got on anything a nigga might be, you know what I'm saying? If I got the gays on, oh, shit, nigga, let me tuck them. Bro, these is worries and concerns that I don't think any other gender, any other race goes through, dog. Like, yes, I know violence among every race is committed mostly within that race, so I get that. But fuck, among black men, dog, I literally don't know. Nigga, I was in the store before I pulled up here. And dog looked at me and was staring for a minute, nigga. So he caught me, looked back, like, what the fuck? He was like, dog, you wearing your mask made me remember I left mine in the goddamn car, nigga. And I'm like, bro, you could have got your old ass <laughs> knocked out staring at me the way you were staring. But I'm immediately yeah. hands up, fist up, ready to go because I'm like, what the fuck is happening, dog? And then the whole time it was just general conversation. But being black in this world, dog, being a black man specifically, you literally don't know who's your brother and who's your killer, nigga. I be like, it's it's because of this metro area that we in right now. Mm-hmm. Because if you was in a different area, you probably wouldn't have that same fear. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, I, I don't want to sound like this, but like, I'm looking for niggas. Facts. <laughs> like, Facts. I'm not really worried all the time. Like, yo, when I'm a nigga, certain level of a nigger, though. fam, I be I, profiling. <laughs> Shit. I was I was on the rich side of Somerset. The other day, dude, Chris Smokes had a little event up there or whatever uh, at Neiman Marcus. I walked in there. I was like, 
I don't like y'all niggas being in here because right <laughs> y'all got me on edge in Neiman Marcus, and I ain't normally on edge like this. But it's a stunning nigga event in here. I was like, I don't know how I'm feeling right now. You but, and, and if a nigga known for selling Cardi, so I, hey nigga, <laughs> I literally was like. Can y'all bring my ship to store out to the car? Like, I know I came in, but walk my shit outside, man. All that to say, listen, um, I don't know the the uh, the reason that Young Dolph was taken from us this early. At all, yeah. Um, but I'm fairly sure it was an over, overreaction or over-emotional. Well, I'm fairly sure, because who the fuck knows what lives niggas lead? Uh, gangster music and gangster rap. Street niggas yeah. are street niggas. Yeah. Especially if you was in the street before and probably during at some point of your music. Yeah. This is what comes with street niggas shit. It's it's a lot of takes a lot of years for a nigga that was really in them streets who makes it in music or entertainment to get far away or far enough away from that shit. And some of the t- um, some of the shit you did before it, that shit don't it's not over it don't because you go rapper. nowhere. Yeah. It you don't go nowhere, bro. You um, this is not about Dolph at all. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, you robbed me. You ran off on a plug. I got you shorted me 30 grand yeah. and I'm supposed to forgive you cuz you a rapper now? And guess what? I now want I my know shit. you got it. Now I know. And now not only do I know you got it, but if you don't got it, now I got to call you out for not having it. Cause you rapping about having it. Either way, I need my shit, yeah. and that don't go away just because you made it. Yeah, and it doesn't go away just because you're a changed person. Yeah, you can be yeah. a great person. You can be, yo, know, I'm in the stocks and bonds, the whole nine yeah. yards. What you did to somebody, they still remember that shit. Yeah. So, hey man, rest in peace to Dolph. Um, prayers up for his children. Prayers up for for his girl Mia. Um, that shit broke me down about her dog. Shit with she her brother. Here. Yeah, she from here. And a year ago, almost a year to the date, started black men deserve to be to grow old because her brother got killed on some gun violence shit. You literally started that a year ago because of your brother. And then you had to Mm -hmm. turn around and deal with that shit. It's no reason that her her brother wasn't allowed to grow old. It's no reason that Dolph wasn't allowed to raise his children, see his children grow old. Um, We killing black men, dog. That's that's what it is, bro. And I, I shouldn't be killing it all. It's it's yeah, we shouldn't be killing it all. But we taking us out. A minority. It ain't it ain't a lot of us. It ain't like, yo, we need to stop having all these black people. Fam, it's barely any of us out here compared to a lot of other fucking people. And we taking us out in high numbers, nigga. And it's it's really sad, dog. Um rest in peace and to them dog. That's knocking us off. It's us that's knocking us off. Facts. Facts. Shout out to Tupac. Word to Pac, though. All right, man. Let me see what else is going on in the world. Um, Real quick, and then we can get into these shows. I know we got a lot to review. Uh, wanted to do a quick, what are you watching? Um, For me, Love Life took over my last week. I thought that shit was beautiful. I said it before we turned the mics on, but I'm going to say it again. Love Life on HBO Max is getting this current season of Insecure out the paint. This is a male version of Insecure. And, yeah. it was, and it's done so well. <laughs> it <dog>. was better. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Even the comedy relief was better. Yeah, man. It was just... CP came through with jokes, but that nigga was spitting bars. Yeah, it was facts all through there. He was like, nah, nigga, get together with you. Get, like, why are you fucking... Why are you, you about to cheat on your wife, nigga? Like, dog. Episode like, one was so many bars, nigga. Fam, listen. 
Have you ever heard on television or insecure or or this like men give bad advice? Because <laughs> it ain't never been like, yo, you should cheat. Yeah. Like I never see that. I, I haven't never in my real actual life. I've never got advice like, yo, nigga. I know you in a you in a relationship, but like nigga, let's go fuck these. Like I've never I got always that. see the little memes like or statuses like, do niggas ever tell they boys not to cheat? Yes. I've never like I've literally never heard somebody be like, yo, nigga, cheat. Like, <laughs> not even just with me. I'm talking about not even in the same room. Like, yo, yeah. nigga, like, <laughs> yo, nigga, cheat. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. Check out Love Life on HBO Max. Um, check out the morning show finale, my nigga. Yo, I will say this. I enjoyed the finale, but like seven, eight, nine. Oh no, no, no! They stepped that bitch up so they scandalous. they went so high that I actually needed them to come down because I had yeah. been too stressed out, nigga. Like the finale was very fucking good. Yeah, I'm glad that they were able to keep it very good, but still leave like the fucking like they really peaked seven, eight, and nine, nigga. <laughs> like right. they went back to back to back, nigga, and then they left me a little less stressed by the end of this. Um, morning show season two. That was some of the best shit I've seen ever. Nigga, it was phenomenal. Uh, better than season one? Early take? I feel like I damn near got to rewatch season one. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. Season man. one was fucking amazing. Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah. It had more of those <gasps> yeah, yeah, moments. Yeah. yeah. But I have no idea if it was better or not. Season one, I'll say this. Season one's finale was better. Um, yeah. Season one's finale was. I, that might be in my top five finales of any show, nigga, all time. That finale was crazy, nigga. Man, we're going we gonna to do like a, a afterthoughts or a yeah, one-off and yeah. talk about some of the, the themes that came up on the morning show. Cause, and on Love Life. Um, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the conversation old boy had with his ex-girlfriend about going to the funeral. Yep. Yo, that's some real shit. Yeah. And like, mm. how do you... We'll talk about that at yeah, some yeah, yeah. time. But yeah. how you resolve... Nigga. Yeah. We gonna... Afterthoughts is coming back, dog. Because yeah. we, we got some shit to talk about. Um, Coming up this Wednesday on Netflix, Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes' new Netflix series, True Story. I'm gonna tell you why I'm a little scared of this. Only a little, though. Because <laughs> I haven't seen... All I've seen is like... Like posters, like promo, like artwork. I haven't seen a clip or a trailer. I did. For you seen one? Okay. Yeah. All right. I ain't seen one. Did it he look kinda, right? He kind of plays like Kevin Hart. Okay. At initially. Yeah. And he's a comedian, and his brother gets him into some. Got some yeah, other yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. I was reading the premise, dog. Um. Yeah. I'm glad just to see Wesley Snipes back on anything, dog. <laughs> like Wesley is probably he might be top five dead or alive, most underrated, dog. Um. What else is oh? Uh, it just got announced. Uh, I think December seventh was the date. Kevin Hart and Damon Wayans playing in the live remake of Different Strokes. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart will be playing Arnold. <laughs> Damon Wayans will be playing Willis. <laughs> that shit's gonna be funny no matter what, nigga. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm laughing yeah. it, immediately, dog. It's happening, man. Um. Uh, that was it for my. Oh, hold up. I think I had one more thing I wanted to go over real quick. <laughs> Yo, Van Jones might have tweeted my favorite shit in response to uh, criticism about King Richard. Have you watched King Richard yet? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Um, so I'm not. Wanna, I don't want to hear the criticism. No, 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 no. And it wasn't Van Jones. It was Van Lathan. Pardon me. Um, but no, no, no. This this tweet was perfect. 
But like, I don't want to be impacted. Oh no, no, no! This one because we already said this when they were critiquing Will Smith when the clip got the trailer came out. Okay, okay. He said, "If and when I make a movie about my father's impact on my life, just shut the fuck up. Just stream the shit or not. Stop thinking. Stop think piecing us to death. Black fathers need flowers too." That's it. I agree. That's it. I, I don't care how you feel about the movie. Fam, Venus and Serena felt great about the movie. <laughs> yo, it's wild, dog. Listen, this is wild. Yo, shout out to uh, AP who came up here and gave us some gifts uh, of Will. Facts. The book. And while we saying this this book, he's, this nigga Will's looking me dead in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> while we t- <laughs> so what's wild is you got the book facing you. Yeah. You stood up. <laughs> I'm to the side with the book flat, and he's still staring me there in the eye, dog. <laughs> he like, put some respect on my name. <laughs> nah, Will, but you know what, dog? Put some respect on Will's name, man. We done had a lot of conversations about him, but the fact is, dog, he out here working, and he doing movies that need to be done. Is so this fuck a double on Andre? It gotta be. Will, Don't even ask him how. Cause Nigga, like, <laughs> Will, Will Power, yeah. Will Smith? Come yeah, on, dog. Like, you gotta have Will to, uh, you know? Yeah, dog. Nah, this, and uh, to a point you brought up, man. The Fresh Prince vibes on this cover is is really, yeah. Shout out to AP for bringing this up, man. We always appreciate gifts. Yo, it's that season. Um, mm-hmm. If y'all want to bring us some gifts or ship us some gifts. Uh, you pull up on Mondays. Y'all know where the studio is. Yeah, pull up on Mondays. Y'all literally have the address for Shop Talk Studios. If you don't, Google it. Either way, y'all know where we at every Monday around 6 o'clock, man. Yeah, from like 6 to 10, man, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll be here. Bring us shit. Uh, the blicky is the blicky is close, so don't do no dumb. Yeah, shit. don't come up here dumb, dog. Because we it, it, it could be a longer night than you need, nigga. It could be but a short um, night. <laughs> yeah, I, I tweeted this the other day, and we I'm not even gonna spend no more no time on this shit. Yeah, but if you try to citizen arrest me, it's gonna be a short night for you. Uh, I hope the killers of Amal Aubrey go to prison. If you try to citizen arrest me, it's gonna be a short night for y'all. Yeah. Um. Yo, dog said he went to BLM movie. <laughs> I said Kyle Rittenhouse, this ain't the time. Dog. This ain't the time. That nigga said, no, I support BLM. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> like, relax, nigga. You, you got away with it, dog. You got to, like, like go home, bro. Relax, go home, man. go home. Please. Oh, relax. shit. Um, all right, real quick, before we get into the shows, I just want to talk about it for, like, five seconds. That fight last night at the Pistons-Lakers game, dog. Was it the fight? Or, well... <laughs> The smack, the elbow across the world, nigga. Yo, man, I like, I like the, I like old boy energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You remember last year when he 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 ran up on uh, after the game, yep. he went to have a conversation with uh with the Greek freak. Yeah. Um. You just want to talk? Yeah. But like, hey, listen, my nigga, he was ODing last yesterday. Yeah. Like he was OD. Like so, I get it. Maybe once or twice. Like the, four times, my nigga. The head of security for the Pistons is a. a friend of a friend's dad he's 70 years old he was one of the n- niggas that got pushed down last night hey listen yeah I, I don't know shout out to the friend of a friend yeah okay? but it's time for your dad to retire no no okay? no our dad gets some tickets nigga. okay but no. it's still, like you can't be the head of security you could be advisory role what's, what's wild is you shake his hand he got that old man strength like you could see it but last it night work. Like, he ain't had time to set up nigga, nigga said my grip Oh yeah. man, dog! Hey, old man strength and young man strength. Is, yeah, old man strength work on kids. Facts. 
<laughs> Young man strength work on everybody. Shit do not work on an NBA nigga who should have played football. Cause that nigga was trucking motherfuckers. Lions, where y'all at? Call him tonight, nigga. Dual sport. Bring it back. Why nigga stop doing dual sports? I don't think Where Dion and Bo go, nigga. You can do baseball and and, and Yeah, you can't football. do basketball and football. Same nigga. time. Like I'm leaving. I'm about to go to Buffalo. You can't even do them in high school, nigga. You barely surviving, dog. Um, all right, man. Uh let's let's knock out power first, dog. Power, yo. Uh, oh no. Nah. What? Wait. Uh, we just got a voice note on anchor from Grams of Snow, so this is probably gonna be uh, BMF. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, we do got a power voice note from Rob Silva, so I'm gonna go ahead and play that just to uh to set the vibes off. Third member of the pod, Rob Silva. I hope this is the power one. Let me see. What's up, fellas? Before I give my thoughts on this trash ass episode. I want to wish you two great brothers, beautiful brothers, a very happy Thanksgiving. Jay, I hear that you might be with the family and renewing that annual Thanksgiving Day tradition of the Johnsons. Hope to see it. Uh, Aunt, hope you and your beautiful lady and your wonderful parents have a great Thanksgiving. Now, on to this trash-ass episode. I'll keep it positive. The two things I enjoyed about this episode... Method Man's acting and Mary J. Black, uh, Blige's uh, incredible ass. Um, and by the way, I think that bald-headed dude that's dealing with Kane is eventually going to uh, blow her back out. Uh, Want to hear your thoughts on the fight between Bud and Porter? That was a beautiful counter left uppercut that Crawford dropped Porter down. Uh, Jay, your comments on Twitter about how you thought the fight would, would progress... We're on point, and I just want to see Bud fight Errol Spence or Boots in his next. Peace and blessings, brothers. Talk to y'all next week. Yeah, that was an amazing voice. Yeah, Rob is always going silver. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, if Rob don't do nothing else, somebody asked and spoke about nigga Mary J. Today it was you. Tomorrow it could be anybody else on power. Um, I thought you might be like yo, hey, you mean him? And, <laughs> yo, and Rob, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your lady sure, as well, man. man. I hope y'all have yo happy Thanksgiving to all y'all. Everybody listening day, to this, yeah, happy Turkey Day. Um, happy should that be Indigenous People Day too? Like. I know they switched Columbus Day. I don't know. I don't know, but... Um, I mean, when we going to put the respect on the black people? And the reason I say that is because black people are indigenous to this fucking land. It facts. was black folks over here. Everybody facts. didn't come from slavery. It don't even make logistical sense to take all them people from Africa when you have black people here. Mm-hmm. So some of y'all came from the sh- on the ship, and the rest of them was like, oh, this nigga's here. We going to take them. We was here. We inhabited this land. Um, and we was peacefully cohabitating with the with the other indigenous people. Facts, facts. Um, we're all natives, except white folks. Anyway, <laughs> literally, dog. But um, uh, on the fight, just because I knocked it out before we get into the show. Um, it's a great fucking fight, dog. It was. Uh, it was a great fight. Um, I think that Bud clearly prove this point nigga i didn't think he i thought it might go to the cards um i i had i had porter up at the time of the stoppage yeah well uh, after those two knockdowns it had been a little bit yeah different. yeah it had been a little closer i thought kenny porter robbed us of an excellent fight because this was an ultra thought he threw it too early 100 percent. yeah ain't nothing he, like 100 percent 
I so I said, and the reason that I had it going to the cards uh, in my mind and on Fanduel um, <laughs> uh, is because Sean Porter has that uh, that Gilbert Grape strength, that radio strength. He one of them. Like you can't really knock him out. He don't even know you hitting him for real. Every time he dro- got dropped, it wasn't never like yo, I got fucked up and wobbled. Yeah, like that. it's like oh shit. Yeah, one of them was kind of off balance. The other one. That nigga hitting the ground. He's so fucking angry yeah. that he got knocked You can down. tell he he responded like, I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so that wasn't get on the ring and throw the towel. Like, yeah. What, what and fight that's, was like? Because even when he fought Earl Spence, the main thing I looked at when Spence was connecting was, yo, Porter is, he's responding to everything you throwing at him, dog. Like, his counters, beautiful. And he's so unorthodox in his style. It's really hard to fight a nigga like him, I don't bro. think it was fair to Terrence Crawford that to stop the Because, like, I don't know what was about to happen. This was round 10. I wouldn't have minded seeing it through. Um, Because, like, nothing up until that point, nothing yeah. told me that Terrence uh, was going to knock, quote, unquote, knock him out. Yeah. And yeah. it was a TK. Like, I yeah. I don't think he heard him like, yo, I can't move or continue. Like, I thought he was robbed yeah. of, a, of a, a full, complete fight. So uh, Sean Porter sparred with Tank Davis preparing for this fight. I think for him, we just saw it, and I think we'll see it in two weeks when Tank fights. That was a beautiful fucking idea for the two of them to be sparring partners pre-fight. Like, because he's so unorthodox. I know he helped Tank in a lot of ways, just whenever boxing. You, whenever you get some good work. Yeah. Even if yeah Tank, Southpaw, even if uh, he don't exactly mirror uh, Bud style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get in there and get good work, you're gonna be better off Dog, in the fight. And and I I really think that it showed during the fight. Um, it, Sean Porter, that was a great fight. Like I, it just is. I know everybody the the handsome fight is Bud and Arrow, but I'm like honestly, dog. I don't know. I, I know they want to get it on just to get it on. I know Bud really wants that fight, nigga. Earl seemed, you know, like he may not want it as badly. I mean, at this point, I think Earl need to fight a fight and then fight. And then fight. So what's funny is when he fought Sean Porter, I thought, okay, now come back and fight. But but then the car can't keep accident. Ta- the, no, the car accident was before Sean Porter. Sean Porter was the first fight back. No, first fight back was Danny. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, the car accident was yeah. like two days after the Porter fight. Yep. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. I had that wrong. So then he came back yeah. for Danny, beat Danny. Uh, then he was coming back to fight. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, boy, with the uh, who got the belt now. But his fucking retina. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck this shit up. Yeah. It's been too much time. Yeah, no, he needs you. a warm up, dog. And he, he's a he's the one like, yo, I don't need, I don't need, do, I don't do warm ups and all other shit. I great, but you're not about yeah. to fight the biggest fight. No, nah, of your life. What coming off two? No, nah. that's not how it's and, supposed to happen. Nigga, like I don't look at. I really like Earl Spence. I don't look at him like uh, like an Anthony Joshua, like a warm up. You might get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. I don't look at him and worry about that. Like no, I literally just want you to go in there and get tuned up, get your fucking body back warm, and then get ready to fight the best nigga you've ever fought, dog. But don't just come in the ring cold, and you ain't fought in over a year. Against the nigga who and just then, put on a fucking show. And before dog. that, it was like, you ain't fought like a year, year and a half. And yeah. before that, it was a year, year and a half. Yeah, dog. It's so. it's a lot of gaps, man. And I'm not liking. But uh, great fucking fight, man. I still got questions on Bud. Oh, for sure. Because I don't think they got answered. I an thought answer. he was robbed of a full fight. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to see that go as far as it could have gone for the fighters. And you're not knocking out Sean Porter. <laughs> you just not. Unless you do. <laughs> and he didn't. So, hey, man, great fucking fight. I enjoyed it. Um, 
right, power. Rob, you said something right at the beginning of your voice note. This episode was terrible. <laughs> like, what was that, bro? It was 10 plots happening. Who was this new nigga that looked like they dad? He looked like the Tejada. He, he really do. I legit thought it was the Tejada nigga. I can't take him serious as a threat because this the nigga from Manifest. <laughs> All right. Like, you the nigga that got your bitch took uh, from a dead guy. Um, and then got her back and he took her again. Dog. Like, I, 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 I can't look at this nigga like he's a, he's a drug dealer. You the nigga from Manifest. Yeah. You, we took your car to go find our kid. <laughs> like, nigga. Can't do it. I can't look at him like he's a threat because the first scene, you came and the uh, little guap nigga came out the, the spot, whatever the spot is. Yo, when they keep saying guap, I just feel like that's a racial slur somehow. <laughs> it, every time I heard him say guap, it feel like it was a racial slur. Dog, they came out the spot at whatever time in the morning. It gets mad early. And and dog, his name was, uh, what the fuck was his name on this show? Hold on. So I, I literally wrote it down because so I was like, that's what they named this nigga? His name was Mecca. Nah. <laughs> Mecca. Nah, for sure not Mecca. So so Mecca, Kane, and Lil Guap come out the spot early in the morning, and that nigga Mecca said, yo, man, I had a good time with y'all fellas last night, man. Pause. They shut the spot down, and then I start looking around on my second watch. I said, yo, it wasn't no hoes. <laughs> Just the three of y'all in the spot to the to the morning. <laughs> Kane had a durag. <laughs> hey, if we being honest, if I just look at y'all individually, like I wouldn't be surprised. Yo, uh, why <laughs> somebody's skyping you, nigga? No, that's my team's uh, oh, my yeah, work yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. why the fuck is niggas calling me from work? <laughs> I've been off since Friday, nigga, <laughs> and I don't go back to the thirtieth, nigga. Um, yo. <laughs> What the nigga, uh, the nigga name tag say? He said, <laughs> said something like, "Why the GTG niggas look like, like drug dealing vampires?" <laughs> nigga, like all them niggas got a real eerie look to them. They all giving me thriller, nigga. Um, this episode wasn't about nothing, dog. I don't know why we introduced this mecha nigga. Like we didn't need him. Uh, he used to hang out with Lil Guap dad. He hung out with Big Guap. Why? We don't even know fucking Lil Guap that much to care that you hung with Big Guap. I um, was on Instagram and I spent some time on Star's Instagram page. Okay. When they were talking about the episode. And I just looked through the comments and niggas love this shit. Uh, they can't wait till they get back. This is such a great thing and this and this and this. And I'm just thinking like, why are these police at the school? Um, And like, when the fuck did school staff help in investigations of murder? Fam, if you remember from last season, the lead detective working with the professors to solve this murder that happened was Laz Alonzo. Like, where does white dude come from? Where does white dude come from? I, I promise you Laz Alonzo had time. I promise, <laughs> nigga. He's available, dog. I can't think of where this white dude come from. He was he was on the he show was in some that I used to watch all the time. Okay. He was younger, but Got you. like I don't remember what show it was. Let me Google this thing. Um, while Jay's googling the white dude, uh, Paul, because <laughs> <laughs> that shit is time wild. <laughs> uh, Yo, why Google didn't know that shit? <laughs> no, I didn't know what they was doing when they named that shit. Um, while Jay's looking that up, side note, um, Google. 
is actually a play off of a number or a word called a Google or something like that, which means like an infinite number. Mm. And so you go to Google because yeah, you supposedly have infinite, infinite possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I right? remember that shit from like third grade. <laughs> and when Google came out, I was like, is this what it made sense? And, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I Googled. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, <laughs> this nigga name was Mecca. Why they brought them GTG niggas back <laughs> like we was going to care that they got killed in the beginning? <laughs> Where was the police sirens coming from that we heard in the alley when them niggas got shot? <laughs> like, how the sirens was there immediately, but it wasn't no cops around. Also, why Mary J had that big ass, big ass belt on, dog? In the house, chilling. She has zero loungewear, nigga. She in the crib, nasty with the Valentino belt, nigga. Why she wouldn't let Kane in? I, this whole episode, I just had questions. Dog. Why the fuck she so angry? She hate Kane, nigga. You wanna like so just so I, just so I'm clear. Yeah, y'all sell drugs. Facts. Run a, 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 a empire, allegedly. And y'all gonna stop all that shit and just work for y'all nephew, fam. He gonna give y'all his whole entire NBA check. You wanna put the fate of the Tejada family on Zeke? Who might be the dumbest nigga I've ever seen in my life, dog? Yo, is he acting like this? No, 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 on purpose? no, no, no. I'm, I'm. We gonna talk about this shit. They told him to start being this fucking aloof on screen, and now they telling him lean into it, dog. Cause he ain't start out like this on season one, bro. Um, yeah, he started off cool basketball athlete. I got hoes. He hey. also out here looking like Zion Williams. Hey, <laughs> nigga ate some pizzas during COVID. Like, ain't, they ain't tell you supposed to go to the church. <laughs> it ain't making no better. He was uh, with a Mecca Okafor still fit ass. I'm thinking like, why did this nigga look familiar? Fam. Okay. <laughs> a Mecca look like he hoop right now. And this nigga Zeke was looking like he just fucking. Hey, I need a can. Oh, hold up, man. Y'all already know. When y'all hear that can crack. Because I'm just thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thirst back, nigga. Um, Dog. They have Ze they're forcing Zeke to act like radio, cause he didn't act like radio. Episode one, when Reek first got to college and met his roommate, nigga, he was not acting like that, bro. No, he wasn't. And now everything he says sounds like some fucking no Monet, cause I don't I don't know if I can hoop no more Monet. Like nigga. Well, I just know I just know I wasn't about to go to the NBA because it's just massive say. And I'm like, nigga, when did you get afraid to go to the league? When did that happen? Like. Because I, I heard uh, Monet say when she was talking to him, like, it's time to let all this carry shit go. I'm like, he don't want to leave college because he want to stay fucking a professor? Like, you know you can fuck the professor in the league. Like, she'll still fuck a league nigga, bro. You can actually have sex with women your own age when you go to the <laughs> NBA. Also true. You can find women older than her. Like, you really got your pick of the litter, my nigga. <laughs> like, go live your life, bro. Um, All right. <sighs> What is the plot behind season two, episode one? My guess is investigating Jabari's murder. That's the only thing that like landed, that felt solid. Like, okay, here's a plausible idea that we have, and here's how we're going to execute it, is they found Jabari's body. Fam, why didn't they get rid of the body? Kane, you literally chopped up two GTG niggas and melted them. Why you ain't get rid of this nigga body? Y'all left it in the park to be found. Yeah, well they they had to get rid of the um they gave they they 
supposedly trying to frame Ramirez or whatever. The officer that Kane killed. But didn't he get rid of that body? Yeah, but he gave him the gun. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, boy. To make it look like. But I'm like, yo, how about just get rid of Jabari and get rid of the gun? And now we got nobody's no gun. <laughs> it's pretty hard for them to pick up that goddamn body and drag that bitch somewhere, though. Man, I mean, shit, Off he did park. it. Hey, he did it with Ramirez from the train station, nigga. They was on the tracks. They was right over there. You had to leave. I don't know where you was coming from, but. I mean, my car right here. I just throw your ass in the back hey, of the trunk. Man. But, like, we in the middle of the park sitting hey. on the fucking bench. <laughs> Pull the Range Rover up, bro. We got to throw the bodies in here. Nigga, shit got crazy. But that's the only plot that I'm seeing because what I'm not believing is we're about to build season two around Reek trying to get Yaz back with Tasha in Witsec. I'm also not believing that Tasha willingly left fucking Yaz and went to Witsec, bro, with Grandma. I'm just, I'm not believing it, dog. I remember how they had it set up. How long has it been? Oh, niggas, bro, they plan it like it's the following morning, nigga. With the with the whole uh, professor shit, like I, I, I don't get it, fam. They literally oh, said, yeah, yeah, they was like, how long, how long has he been dead? Nigga said, what do you say, like a day or two, nigga. So, fam, we we're following. Yo, have you noticed that all the power verses, nigga, regular power, power two, power three, they all in the winter. Ain't no summer, nigga. These niggas is in Alaska, bro. We are a day or two max. From where we left off last season, dog. That's sloppy writing, bro. <laughs> Gotta be the next day, because a nigga body just been laying out in the fucking... <laughs> in the, in yeah, the shit look cold, yeah. Um, I'm also not buying that <laughs> grandma turned into a drunk in a day. I don't know. If she, so I thought that was a little play on words. Uh, I think she may be losing her memory. Mm. Also, dementia shit. And um, yeah. since Reek was out killing somebody else, I mean, he made it seem like, no, I was here last night. I spent the night. He kept saying it over and over. So at some point, they're going to ask him, was Reek there? He was like, she was like, no, he was here. She, he spent the night. Yeah. I thought that was like some um, play on words type or. Shout out to uh, to Grandma Debbie Morgan. She's, I didn't know she would be back on Powers. She's also on uh, Our Kind of People on Fox. Um she been killing it for a long time. She was the I didn't notice. She was the first black uh daytime Emmy winner ever. <laughs> like killed that shit, dog. She was like young in the rustless days of our lives, one of them soaps. And she uh All my children, that was the one. Loving basketball mama. Yep. Yeah, kept her fine ass in Gucci and Gold. Nigga, we know the vibes. Uh but shout out to her. Um why she go off on Yaz for burning the bacon? <laughs> my nigga like went off. I told you I like it crispy, not burnt. Fam, she's six. All I know is the power universe goes one day at a time, mm -hmm. but they jump in age by three and four years a day. Fam, they jump in age and jump in people because Yaz is a different person. That ain't even the same actress from last year. Remember when, um, no, it's just it's like Yaz supposed to be like three tops. Fam, in the, in the verse, absolutely, because y'all still got me believing 22-year-old ass Tariq is 15, nigga, 16. He barely in college. Nigga, yes, minimum should be two. Maximum, she three. She ain't no much older than that, bro. She just ain't. But somehow she turned seven and she cooking bacon and she burning it. No, she like 13. 
Nigga, she big as fuck. No, I think like, oh, I don't think an 11-year-old should be cooking. He's, I think she 11. How old is she? Is she not? That's the bottom line. Why she cooking breakfast for grandma? Why Reek didn't know what the fuck was going on? Why she start the fire from soul food? Nigga, why my ass thought Reek was about to throw some water on it, dog? I was ready for him to just ruin this whole shit with a grease fire, nigga, and just burn their house down. And who crib is grandma living in? Because, nigga, y'all played it like she ain't had no money last season. Nigga. Right. Could barely take care of herself and Yaz, and now they in a lavish-ass crib in New York. I don't understand, bro. Is that the one Ghost was paying for? Mm-hmm. Oh, did he pay? He paid. He, oh, he got like an apartment and paid the rent for like two years or some shit. That's what I thought. I, I remember. Oh, man. What else was going on this episode? Um, Method Man and Sax, they too goofy for me, dog. I I don't I don't like what they doing with that man. Yeah, they made Method Man like he a little creepy. Yeah, cause like last year he just we didn't know he was him and old girl was together. Yeah, yeah, we found that out way later in the season. Yeah, some sly shit. Now he all googly eyed over this mm-hmm. worker. Like I don't know, I don't like what y'all doing. I don't like what they doing with Meth character. Um, why is Lorenz Tate here? Why did they bring him back here? Uh, cause there's a whole show around him. Not happening. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad that they're not going to give him the damn Tate show because we never needed that. But we didn't need him to come back. Now he about to try to get the seat of Brayden family nigga and get him out the paint. Y'all going to connect him to Reek that way? Like, come on, man. It's just I don't I don't really know what we're doing, dog. Um, if you listen to this pod right now and you're wondering, like, when we going to review the episode – Starting next week, nigga, because right now they powered us through with too many fucking episodes of TV, and y'all gonna get this rush on Power Premiere, because, gotta be honest, not a whole lot of shit happened in this motherfucker that I care about, dog. One thing that was kind of irritating me was... Everything. Reek got so many fucking flashbacks of killing Jabari. Nigga, you killed your father. Reek got PTSD. Allegedly. But killed his dad stone cold, nigga. And was lit and went to college the next morning. Nigga, like, whoo, got pops out the paint. I run shit now. You was hype. Now you killed Jabari, and all of a sudden you can't sleep. Now you shooting deer, and now it's all fucked up for you. Come on, dog. You can't shoot the deer without thinking about Jabari ass, nigga. It's just weird, dog. I don't. Here's here's the thing, and I, I thought they might do more of this last year, but it seemed like they off to the start for this season. What y'all not gonna ever do is make me feel like empathetic for Reek. Have zero empathy for that nigga. Or sympathy. Whatever, whichever one is correct in this case. I don't have neither one for that nigga, bro. You killed my man's dog. Ghost was my nigga and you killed him. So now nigga had him bad dreams. I don't give a shit. I don't yo, shout out to RCA. Cause y'all clearly pay for product placement. Mm-hmm. Six times. What the fuck is taking the battery out your phone as if it's the SIM card it's supposed to do? Okay, let's uh, let's, let's talk about Reek with the burner. I got the burner. You know, you know I, got I got the, the burner. burner. Um, Reek, just give you a little advice, dog. Off top, when you get a burner phone that you got specifically to talk to your mom while she was in prison, don't store her number as Tasha. <laughs> Off top, nigga. She wasn't supposed to have that phone, Reek. Nobody should be able to look at your phone and tell you've been talking to your mama. That's first of all. Second of all, 
delete the text on the burner, nigga. <laughs> why are you looking at old texts? Like, I'm on my way to go get the money now. Fam, why would you want... My nigga. Hold up. All right, we back to Jabari. Okay, I get you. The body might have been a lot for them to drag across the park to the car. Cool. Y'all ain't take his phone. Y'all ain't get rid of his phone. Y'all left his phone on him with the text intact. Because you did well, erase the text. Erase the text. Leave his phone. I don't give a fuck. But erase the messages. So when the cops grab his phone and they look at the last number he texts and then they call it back, Reek, you answered the phone. I don't give a fuck if it was an unknown number and you thought it might have been your mom. My nigga, you looked at text messages from your mom a whole hour. And then the one time it ring, you thought your mom was going to call you and not text you? Come on, dog. You've been waiting on a text for an hour. Out of text like this you? Damn. Hey, hey, Ma, was that you? And, nigga, this is me. Maybe it's because I'm a son. I don't know. Don't store your mom as her first name, nigga. Mommy. Ma. Mom. It's a burner, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, don't store anything in there, dog. <laughs> like, it's only one number. Fam, a burner should literally have the one number of the person you got the burner to talk to. That's it. You hitting Jabari. Why? Why? Off top, he was your professor. Nigga, hit him from your regular phone. The two of y'all can talk. Like, it's okay. It's legal. Now, when you get to talk about money and all that shit, that's when you need to go on and delete them texts. But why you give Jabari the burner number, nigga? Why you answer the phone, Reek? <laughs> and then sat there with it. Reek, you don't know you got about 10 seconds, dog? Now you track. Now they coming to Stansfield, bro. Come on, Reek. Mary J. Blige, why y'all thought giving Reek 22 Fendi boxes full of Coke was smart? Nigga, that don't look like he went on a shopping spree. Fam, this look weird. Where you get all this Coke from? And why, cause, cause your son talking about we got a, I found a new plug. A nigga I just met in the alley this morning. Now he's our new plug. What, nigga? Fam, where Mecca get a plane from? Why them niggas was in a hangar? With a whole plane and mad exotic car. Mecca, who are you? I'm with Kane from the beginning. You smelling like a narc right now, nigga. Because who are you? Where you come from? Where you get all this shit? Mary J. Blige got PTSD, too. Because every time she hear a noise, she up in the blicky. She thinks somebody coming. Fam, your son dropped a glass, bro. Nigga, you live in a house with like four kids. <laughs> My nigga, somebody going to drop a glass, Mary somebody J. Somebody else is in the house. Like, nigga, why Diana can't buy a dress? Why Diana can't get no dick from Tariq? Cause, Yo, because she clearly trying to fuck. And Diana is third in the list of Tariq women. Um, what's sad is the way he be treating Lauren. Why he be doing Lauren like that? Dog? Oh no, dog. He be on this shit. Out. Lauren, like, yo, Reek, I'm, I'm really fucked up. Our professor got killed. I ain't never been around no shit like this. That nigga Reek said, niggas die every day, b. Nigga said, fam, my twin sister. You ain't have to say twin. My sister works. My twin sister was murdered. And my dad. I lost my... What did that nigga say? I lost two of my best friends, Sean and Kanan. I lost god my god dad my goddad and my godmom. Which is... Lakeisha. Oh. Yeah, that was the godmom. Who the goddad? <laughs> Tommy. Tommy ain't dead, though. <laughs> dead to Reek. <laughs> or Reek dead to Tommy, nigga. Because he ain't, he ain't going to see Tommy again, bro. Then the nigga like, and I lost both my parents. Lauren's sitting there like... Oh shit! I ain't know all that, nigga. I just, I just was fucked up because our teacher got killed. I ain't know it was crazy in your life, nigga. 
Reek like, yeah, nigga, it's about me, nigga. And that turned her on, apparently. Apparently, because they got to making up. Yo, we be talking about that shit, but motherfuckers get horny around death. I don't know what the fuck be going on. Yo, the sympathy pee is a real thing. Yeah, and she was trying to throw it at him. And that nigga kissed her for two minutes and then seen a text from Kane and said, yeah, I'm all close my door. <laughs> she was like, uh, okay. Why are you running the Kane? Well, I mean, I guess y'all just killed somebody together last night. You probably want to talk to him, but... <laughs> you probably want to see what he wants. <laughs> yeah. But, like, nigga, say something to Lauren like, yo, it's an emergency. Man, I gotta go. Can I see you when I get back? Yeah, can I give you a call later? He gives her zero fucking we love, kinda, dog. Uh, catch up on this? Nah, nah, that nigga told her, um, yeah, I gotta be out, man, but, you know, see yourself out, nigga. I don't know where Brayden at. Fuck out of here, nigga. Then it made me think back to last year when they was finna bone. She was about to give him the sex week pee. And that nigga, they was making out. Then Reek remembered he had the blicky on him and was like, oh, shit, I can't fuck now. I got a gun. <laughs> like, what? My nigga, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, that's not a problem, okay? Put the gun on the nice hey, thing, my nigga. If she got turned on by the fact you lost eight people, <laughs> that gun might have did it for her, dog. I'm just saying, bro. Um, why we get this much of Brayden's family in one episode? I never needed to see the fucking Brayden family this much in my life, nigga. Because they trying to weave in this whole senator nigga or uh, whatever seat to bring in Tate. And, that was a lot. And then, like, I seen some clips. I guess, like, Tariq is going to try to, like, have Tate do some shit for him. and Which he's probably going to end up like, well, let me give me some dirt on him. It's a real, this is a soap opera. It's a crack opera. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> Reek, the crack opera. Dog. <laughs> that's um, like Carmen. Power book. Like Carmen. The hip hop opera. It's Tariq, the crack opera. Dog. Uh, I think whatever they was trying to do with them, like with that dinner scene and then with the hunting scene. Days like, of our lives meets days of our crack. Fam. All that shit went over everybody fucking head, dog. Like, it was like, y'all doing too much, bro. Then the fucking uncle tried to blast Reek head off with the hunting rifle, nigga. My nigga, what? That shit reminded me of, uh, what was that movie? Dexter, last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't watched episode three yet. Or, I guess technically that was last week's episode. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunting, shooting deers and shit. Facts, you know facts, facts. Why you kill that white deer? I was mad at dog. Like, all deers matter. <laughs> Yo, what's crazy? Dexter's about to do it either too. Like, but he couldn't though. Cause so what's fucked up is as soon as I saw the deer, I was like, yeah, they can't kill it. Like, you can't kill them legally. You ain't supposed to kill them white deer. I googled the shit. Yeah. And that's a real thing yeah. in that town. Yeah, no, it's like I knew that. I don't know why I was aware of that, but I knew it. And then when dog killed it, I was like. Yo, Dexter finna murder you, bro. Oh, you can't kill white deers. No. Nah. Oh. Oh. If, if you see a black deer. Oh. Okay. Probably gonna kill you. Nigga. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, just, you can you can kill the brown skinned deers, but just don't touch them white. No, nah, leave them white deer alone, nigga. I get it. Huh. All right, man. What else happened on power, dog? Um. Diana can't buy dresses, but Monique told her. Flirt with the cop and make him feel like he could get it. <laughs> Which one you want me to do, Monet? Like, she told her yo daughter to be a hoe. Then when she trying to get with Reek, yeah, she can't get. She don't can't be, be a, a hoe. be a hoe with the police. But 
don't hold Reek hand in the kitchen when you're supposed to be washing dishes. Be a hoe with your creepy uncle. Man, man, that nigga. <laughs> and then Kane, go kill your uncle. What's happening, dog? And why um, Jesse Smollett so upset? Fam. What's his name? Drew. Oh. <laughs> Drewzy Smollett. Nigga, you this mad because you got shot when niggas was trying to kill your mama? Like, bro, they came after your mom. You caught a bullet, dog. Like, it's fucked up, but you know you sell dope, right? Because your dumb ass stood up while they were shooting. You know they, you sell dope, right? People are going to probably shoot at y'all at some point. Then he got shot one day ago, and now he's angry that his, he can't draw on a piece of paper. Fam. Nigga, the bullet just Bro, came out. My favorite thing was when that nigga took the sling off like he was about to draw like some old Picasso shit. I said, boy, put that sling Who sent him the pencils? That was what Monet bought for him. Oh. She had told Diana, like, yo, I want to buy something for Drew. They pulled over. She went and got him some little art shit. She trying to, I don't know why she like vying for his forgiveness now, nigga. Like, yo, he don't like you and you don't like children, <laughs> nigga. So y'all good. Y'all don't have to talk. But where his little boyfriend at? That Johnny Gill looking nigga from school. That hoop with Zeke. Where he go? Mm -hmm. Fairweather friend ass nigga, dog. Where he go, nigga? Huh. This was a bad episode. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> it's like a bunch of scenes. It wasn't actually an episode. Fam. Like, why the fuck is... Shout out to Red Meth. But why the fuck is Red Man in here? Yo. Why he ain't eat nothing? <laughs> Yo. So like, I wasn't sure if in real life, Red looking kind of... He might got some kidney issues. But they they said it on the, on the episode, like, yo, you been taking your medicine and shit? It's like, yeah, when you took it. Nigga, I said I've been taking it, nigga, every day. But, but so I'm like, when you took it. <laughs> but look, I'm the nigga behind the camera like, but did you take your medicine though? <laughs> like did you your, take it today? Your real ones. Your, not your power ones, nigga, your real ones. Um, I think Red and Meth just wanted to be on something as brothers. <laughs> like, finally in a career, like we could say we're you actual know, brothers. He's going to try to get him out of prison. I'm about to use sax. How you going to have sax get him out? Like, and Sax supposed to find the witness protection. Like, nigga, if it's this mm. easy to get to, to find Tasha witness protection a day after? So, Reek called Meth and said, yo, this was after uh, Yaz almost burnt Grandma House down. He was like, oh, shit, I got to get you with Mom, nigga. This ain't going to work, bro. You, gonna, you and Grandma going to die if Grandma drunk slash possibly demented, demented, Whatever the fuck, if if it's y'all two, y'all ain't gonna make it, bro. But the wit set was only for one person. Yeah, cause so how the baby gonna come? So he called Meth and said, "Yo, can you find my mom and tell her to get in touch with me?" And Meth told him like, "That ain't how wit set work, bro." But then he was like, "You know what? We'll do our best, and we're gonna just charge you for all the time we spend looking." Welcome to private practice. <laughs> and I'm like, "You a dirty nigga, bro." Then you about to try to fuck the uh, stylist nigga at the Soledad O'Brien show. She wasn't even there. <laughs> when he was looking at her ass, I was like, <laughs> "That was." I know that was in the script, but like the casting didn't. <laughs> the casting didn't match the script with the. <laughs> Yo, I miss clowning power every week because <laughs> this shit is getting more fun as we talk. Um. <laughs> I still want to know where Mecca got a plane. I just, I have to know, bro. <laughs> Why he got an airplane? <laughs> that nigga had a coke. whole <laughs> plane full of dope. How is New York, how is everybody a kingpin in New York? God My nigga, damn. Yo, 
Shorty used to live in New York, and she always talk about how much she missing and shit. And now thinking like I might could go up there and get pounds, <laughs> I kind of want to move to New York, nigga. Because New York got bricks, niggas. You too can be a kingpin, dog. Huh. Um, I mean, Ghost was a kingpin and have no idea who the fuck Tejada was. Fam. Them niggas was five blocks from each other. <laughs> niggas literally grew up in Queens together. <laughs> niggas from Russia know who Ghost is, but don't nobody. But know nobody who knew Tejada, and Tejada had no clue who Tariq was. Like, who's your dad? Uh, James, you talking about the senator, nigga, the governor? Never heard of him other than that, nigga. He was in the dope game, really. Where's fucking uh? My white name. Where's Stern at, bro? Where's Stern at? James. James. Tariq. Here's the thing. He, Natasha. Every time he says, I'm like, nigga. <laughs> That's what I hear. And all these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no Kanye West is. Um <laughs> the fucked up part is what they think we forgot is that Stern husband. <laughs> Is the one who funded the fucking app that Reek is using to sell the damn dope on campus, nigga. So Stern got to be back at some point, dog, because he the one making this dope shit happen. Fam, this got the, this the longest cast list in history. My nigga, it's 73,000 people on there. And I promise, I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> if they add one more nigga, I'm leaving, dog. <laughs> like, Stern had a wife and a husband. <laughs> like, in the same show, nigga. What? <laughs> How blessed is he? <laughs> oh my god, dog! Um, this was a bad episode of, of I don't even know Power. What, what, what I don't like. Uh, oh, also, oh, this is what I, I got a question. Okay, why hide the fact that you killed Jabari from Monet? Yeah, like why the fuck? Like why does she care? What is she? What's she gonna do to you, fam? Now, granted, here's the other part. <laughs> why did you kill Jabari? <laughs> Like the nigga wanted to write a book on your life as well, Tariq, about, but he's about to tell and he's about to get caught. Now and... he knew all, but if you had told Monet, that's why you did it. Pretty sure Monet would have been like, I "Understand that, nigga." Next time, no, tell me. Like, let me but know. Now you didn't lie. Now you made it harder. Inside, no, like <laughs> you know what you happened if you lie. What the fuck happened? <laughs> even what's fucked up is even Kane knew. Like, hey, nigga, don't lie to my mama, nigga. And Reek was like. No, nah, you know what happened when you lied. Kane was like, shit, it happened when you tell the truth. <laughs> Kane was abused. <laughs> like, Monet beat the fuck out them kids, nigga. Like, Reek, like, you done shot your dad. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, when they did the recap, <laughs> she looked at that nigga like, damn, you really shot your dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, shit. Like, if y'all go back and watch this episode when they do the recap, damn. she looked at that nigga like, damn, you really shot your dad? <laughs> if I didn't already have, like, three working titles for this episode, like, you didn't shot your dad. Would <laughs> That would be high on the ranks, dog. Like, I shoot you, Monet. <laughs> like, like, in real life, I would shoot you, nigga. I really low-key want Reek to own the fact <laughs> Like, yo, I killed dad, nigga. Nigga, I shot uh old boy who shot my sister, right? <laughs> I, I, I got that nigga the fuck out of here. Out the paint. Uh, by Ray Ray. Yeah, by, I shot Ray Ray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who was a cop, by the way, nigga? <laughs> I, I popped a cop. Okay. I popped a cop. I died. popped a pop. I popped a cop. Pop cops, I, pop pops. <laughs> Dog. Yeah. But not only did I pop my pops. He was a kingpin. <laughs> Look at the niggas I'm murdering. I murdered a cop. I murdered a kingpin. I'm the drug dealer now. 
Then I murdered a, a nigga. A professor. And then I murdered a nigga who was in my business. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, I don't, I don't really mind. Yo, Rick and might I, be the illest nigga. <laughs> and I shot a deer, nigga. <laughs> Uh, yo, leave this nigga alone. Uh, this nigga wild. Okay? Yo, uh, Lauren, stop going to that nigga room by yourself, dog. I'm being reek for Halloween next year, dog. <laughs> All you need is a Fendi coat. <laughs> and, so, uh, and I yo, got the ones he had on. Everybody on this bitch got the illest jackets in the world, nigga. Even Mecca came out with the dog ass leather. I'm like, oh, this nigga got a plane and a motorcycle jacket. All right, so here go my question now. All right. All through last season, Reek was spending all his money. For to give to Davis, yeah, for, for his mom. Yeah. So now what you doing with all this fucking money, N- nigga? Why you staying on campus? <laughs> why why you so shocked that Braden got a Benz, nigga? He was oh shit, that's how they doing you. He was acting like Ace, nigga. Like, nigga you had one too, <laughs> and I'm like, we had a better, we had a range, we had all this, nigga. That nigga said, oh they they pulling up like that on you, Braden. <laughs> so don't know why Braden's so angry though. Yeah, Braden, your life is actually pretty great, nigga. They got you in a good school, um, trying to get you down with the team. Yeah, give yo. you cars and and your family don't even seem like assholes. They seem like they cool. Now, um, your brother an asshole yeah. and your one uncle racist. Yeah. Other than that, your dad seemed kind of. Your cool. dad was straight, and he was like, "Damn, Rick, I ain't know my brother almost shot you in the back of the head. My bad, dog." You know what? Because he almost killed you, killed a deer. That's, you you get to kill. That's what you call white privilege. Yeah, nigga. Nigga, your life's so fucking good, you want to create some drama. <laughs> your life's so good, you mad. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm going to come down and slum with you. <laughs> Fuck you mean uh, join your frat? I'm going to be a Q. <laughs> we ain't got the nerve to, to unfriend uh, Reek because you wouldn't sell drugs with him no more. <laughs> like, yo, no, I ain't hoard his finger. What the fuck is going on here? He really got mad at Reek because Reek didn't want to sell coke. <laughs> that nigga said, yo, fuck. Then, then he's like, I hope he really not started thinking about getting out the game. <laughs> what? Yo, when Reek showed that nigga them bricks, Braden looked genuinely happy. Dog. That nigga said, yo, where we get all this work? Then he looked like Mitch. <laughs> dog, he really did, dog. Like, Reek had to go BBS, bro. Yo, I uh, thought they were selling, like, college drugs. Well, they so they were selling pills. Braden wanted to sell Coke. But then Reek ain't want to get involved in the Coke shit. Hey, you know how long it's going to take to bag up all those bricks? <laughs> My nigga. For a college? It was 90 Fendi boxes of bricks. Nigga. Like, my nigga, that's... But then, so you remember Reek got involved with the coke when Effie came over from Yale because she was selling coke. And so that nigga was like, all right, well, look, I help you sell. You give me half your cake, nigga. Cool. He got some pussy. He sold some coke. Not a bad weekend. Yo, and Reek fucking. Yo, this yo, nigga Reek's the man. Yo. He got three, he got three consistent. Fam, the greatest scene in Power Book 2 history was when Reek... Didn't fuck Lauren because he had the blicky on him. Then he hezied on uh, on Effie because he had the blicky on him. And she was like, oh, no, nah, you safe with me. And pulled hers out. Nick, I said, yo. I was like, shit, I'll marry her right now. <laughs> no, I, it was fucked up. I saw that scene and was like, yeah, that's Jay right there. Jay want that right there. Nigga. <laughs> Twin blickies on the, on the night call. Oh, nigga. my God. Nigga. We safe. His and hers. Nigga. Don't let the sick. Oh shit! Um, yo, real quick. Because if I start shooting, I need you to start shooting too. <laughs> no, I just want my girl to say she's from the east and stop all this shit. Everybody gonna relax, nigga. Like, what are the other person from the east? <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, my favorite scene from this episode, real talk. 
when uh when Freaky Professor, when she called whoever her homegirl therapist, I don't know who she called. She was leaving a voicemail though. Longest voicemail in the history of voicemails. Way too much information on a voicemail. <laughs> but she said, yo. I'm done with all that Zeke shit and that Jabari shit. I'm done I'm, with all that nigga shit. I'm, I'm not about to fucking give me with these niggas. Boy. She said, matter of fact, this cop I used to date, he called me today and said he wanted to meet up for coffee. He's a great guy. He's really good. You know, an adult. <laughs> Fam, he good because he an adult. I'm not fucking with kids. You no used more. to fucking kids. I'm not fucking kids no more. Dog, I <laughs> am delivered. And then, yo, worst first date in history. <laughs> that nigga took her to identify the body. Nigga took her to the morgue. <laughs> my nigga, you didn't know that she was in a morgue? Fam. You a smart motherfucker. My favorite part was that when she got to the coffee spot, he was leaving. And they bumped into each other on the street. And she was like, oh, I hope I wasn't too late. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, you good. Side note. Come with me. This nigga hate this bitch. With a passion. Like, she probably cheated on him. With, with Jabari. Because he knew Jabari face instant. That nigga said, Professor Jabari Reynolds. <laughs> why? Why he like so? Niggas jump to great conclusions. Well, it seems like you guys were more than friends. Man. Nigga, we share all this. <laughs> and not only that, <laughs> my nigga, I thought we was going to get coffee and you just walked me in on a dead body with a bullet in the head. <laughs> I'm emotional <laughs> right now. You, you like, why, why you think I can identify the body? And then hold you up. clearly know that we know each other. Then, then right? she said, "Oh, Jabari, I'm so sorry this happened to you." That nigga said, "You sorry? <laughs> you feel like you? You feel like you was a part of it? You had something to do with this? Nigga, I feel sorry for <laughs> Duff. I don't mean I did something. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about, nigga? I literally look at my screen like what? Yo. Like you can't feel sorry that a nigga got uh, your friend nah. got shot in the fucking head. Dog was freestyling his lines. These was not written down, bro. Like who wrote this shit? No, nobody. Nobody. Dog was going, he was off the dome, nigga. All first verse. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, beloved died. <laughs> beloved died, okay. Be beloved died and by a crib. <laughs> okay. That's unfortunate. What's fucked up is Jabari looked like beloved a little bit. Like it's the fade. It's the fade with the faded beard, dog. Fastest way through the board is the A train slick. <laughs> oh shit. Y'all niggas don't Yo, know. we gonna battle rap nerd out every week and I don't care if y'all get it or not. Um, yo, beloved, really tired. <laughs> yo, yo, you know what? What was so interesting? It was like it was just so disrespectful. <laughs> like, like it wasn't that like yo the bars was like so amazing. No, they weren't. It was just like it was just so disrespectful. Like, yo, why are you talking to him like that? No, that, that nigga used a bitch. <laughs> it just hit different, nigga. It was very yeah. Rest in peace, beloved. <laughs> Yeah, yo, he did have a little quip. He was like, "No, you was a bit before he even got yeah. to you." So anyway, I mean, yeah. it was. Yeah, I thought it was a better showing than what I heard. Yeah, before I watched it, but you know, he still died. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Marwan, <laughs> nigga. You was a crit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, um, <laughs> them niggas got bodies though. <laughs> 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 Beloved died again. What's so funny, yo, uh, Marv and uh, shout out to shout, shout out to my nigga Marv and uh, Quest. They yeah. was they was on a pod oh, like man. the weekend of the like 
Like right before, like it was a Sunday. It was yeah. going to battle. Like I'm nah. like, do your thing. <laughs> and that was the last time we seen him. Alive. <laughs> Uh, I'm no, sorry, shout out to Detroit. <laughs> oh man! All right, that was great, and that was power. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, in real life, no. That, that was. Yo, hold up, then death making niggas horny. <laughs> she saw Jabari body <laughs> and called that nigga Zeke up. Like, yo, pull up. I need, I need some dick now. Yo, this is weird. <laughs> that nigga had a hole in his head, I, and I got a hole in. The <laughs> I wonder how much money she thinks Zeke about to make, and why you think I'm gonna uh. give it all to you. Like the little lifestyle that we live right now, nigga, we sell probably millions of dollars of coke a month. What's wild is, I know they, I know they bought a lot of clothes and shit. They went on that shopping spree. They house pretty chill. It's a regular ass house. <laughs> that that easily gives me seven granted, hour drives by. Not granted, right. this is New York. Facts. So that facts. regular ass house, <laughs> but it's Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. We out of here. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> like, hey Rob, uh, <laughs> can you can like estimate wise in real life estimate like no, they, Google they, Earth that address? What they live at? Like how much is that neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? You probably familiar with. Matter of fact, they uh, said like they they filmed some some areas, filmed in some of them areas in this neighborhood or some shit or something like I that. I think he might have been talking about Canaan. Oh. I feel like he said Canaan was yeah. kind of near where he be. I want to know what, what what's <sighs> the price. I mean, that's a, is that a brownstone? No, no, oh. <laughs> it's a graystone. <laughs> <laughs> All these bitches up in graystone. <laughs> no, shout that out be, to uh, that was a, a black pea stone. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs> we out. <laughs> oh shit! They live in a black pea stone. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Yo, blame it on the Crown Royal no, and whiskey, dog, or whatever. Holy but shit! Blame it on this badass episode of Yo of Power, dog. But y'all know how it go with Power. The worst state episodes are the better. Ours. What's so funny? Last year was like a, a decent. Yeah, no, season one was like it was straight. It was like a plot. This episode was just not good, man. I don't know if they're going to turn it around, but... <laughs> Rick should be rich as fuck, okay? He got, he got the gear. Facts. Move off campus. Facts. Why don't Reek have a fucking car? <laughs> How the fuck did you meet... Look, nah, Reek runs so I can check, walk. Check, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> uh, Kane mm-hmm. text this nigga, let's meet. <laughs> And he pulls up in the whip and Tariq already there. <laughs> how that happen, nigga? <laughs> nigga, see how fast Reek ran up on that deer, nigga? Like, nigga, you wouldn't even say what time, where we meeting. Y'all no, just was like. It's meet, nigga. And you just got him. And Reek was there. You just got on the A-train and went yo, to Harlem and shit. Yo, what's, what's the Flash real name? Like his human name. It's Tariq St. Patrick. Oh, I about to say like what? No, <laughs> it's Tariq St. Patrick, dog. Oh man, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's Barry' last name? Oh shit, I gotta. I just gotta get my bearings. I don't know. I didn't spill the crown on my shirt. Oh man, I was gonna wear this shirt tomorrow too. I gotta go to Atlanta <laughs> in the morning, nigga. Now I gotta gotta wash this bitch. Oh shit, that was fucking great, dog. Um, 
That nigga's Barry Allen. Yeah, Barry Allen. No <laughs> Yo, the Flash got a trash ass name. <laughs> Never trust a nigga with two first names. Uh. <laughs> Facts. Huh. Um. That's funny. I got a text thread to show you, which makes that even funnier. Oh shit. Um. Yo, this episode was ass. Uh, I don't need a whole season of them investigating who killed Jabari. Who the fuck is Jabari? I thought you niggas get forty eight hours and then they move on to the next. Like New York is a big place. Y'all get a lot of murders and shit, right? Because here in Detroit, you might get 18 and a half hours and we Yo, moving on to the next. If you stuck on a professor that got killed from Mary Grove, nigga, you you gonna miss a lot of other murders. I'm just telling you now, bro. Like the GTG huh. niggas get laid out in the fucking street. Fam. Y'all not investigating that? And what's fucked up is Nate was like, yeah, this nigga Jabari died. So we was investigating that nigga that got killed in the pool, but now... Jabari in Central Park. That's the murder, nigga. Dog. This episode was ass. Um, I don't know what they was doing. I'm going to tell you how bad this episode was. And I've already said it, but I'm sitting in. Emeka Okafor was on this motherfucker. Like, what? What was happening, dog? Um, How long you think 50 Cent got on this, this crack run? Uh, I think 50's going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> Niggas either dead or in jail. Um, 50 got about another. He got two more seasons of BMF, and I'm saying that only because of views, not it being good. He need to wrap up the powers, dog. Like, I think, honestly, I think BMF would have stood a lot higher on its own without being surrounded by all this power verse shit. Nigga, coming off of Kanan, going into Reek, like. <laughs> BMF story is is enough. They didn't need you more crack. That. He got a he got green light gang. Yeah, doing a whole documentary. Yeah, he's gonna figure out how to be in this documentary. Yep, he's um, gonna fucking narrate it. Watch. Oh, he's one hundred percent gonna narrate it. Um, you know, speaking of narrators, when we get to BMF, <laughs> why they had dog wig like that with the braids? Just find a light skinned nigga with braids. It wasn't like this nigga was like some. Emmy Grammy nominated actor. You think they gonna move to him as Meech? If they do, I'm not watching it no more. Here's the thing: Lil Meech can grow braids, nigga. Little Meech cut his braids. He off cut his braids to be, to be young Meech, nigga. Yeah. Have him grow his hair back out. Don't don't move to this old nigga, bro. Ain't Meech kind of tall. He taller than Lil Meech. But like Lil Meech got his mom height for sure. No, uh, wig braids. He looks short. Maybe they trying to keep it lined up with Lil Meech. He look brown skin. He for sure looked a little too brown um, to be Meech. The wig was all Shamar Moore, nigga. Tyler Perry studio. And what was funny, 50 posted that little, the little memes, like if Tyler Perry did BMF, and it had all the like Tyler Perry movie characters with bad wigs on. Mm-hmm. And then 50, you turn right around and put this wig on, dog. They should have just put old boy up there regular. <laughs> Off top, nigga. Um, we're we, we going to get to BMF. But I say that to say Power Book 2. We know that Book 4 is coming with Tommy oh in February. Here's the thing, yo. From the cast that I saw, other than Tommy, we don't know nobody else on there unless they bring Tasha to that. I don't know how or why they would. But I feel like we can at least get some new stories off that, bro. And some weird ass. You know, Tommy good for wild ass statements. 
I'm going to cancel Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to wax that. Like, he always yeah. says some weird ass shit. <laughs> I'm like, wax Thanksgiving, nigga. Do it all, nigga. But I feel like with at least Tommy. Why don't they get in Chicago? I don't know. What I'm happened to LA? to LA? What happened to LA? That's how they introduced the little Mexican nigga with the Fam. drugs and shit. He had to connect. It was all kind of. I don't get it, dog. Power will like, introduce. We about, to, we about to figure out what happens out west. Or, like, yeah. What happened? Nah. They kept it Midwest. They go out to bring Caesar in from Black Ink. Nigga, Tybee gonna be tatted the fuck up. Nigga, in Chicago <laughs> with Ryan and shit. Nigga, all the Black Ink niggas. Caesar show up. Nigga. And Zach Levine, nigga. See, it, who, what's more surprising? Caesar showing up or DC Young Fly showing up? Fan. Fan. <laughs> they caught. So the episode, today is Monday. The episode of Power technically aired last night, mm-hmm. Sunday. They called DC Young Fly five minutes ago <laughs> from right now. <laughs> it aired last night. They just called him five minutes ago <laughs> to be on that goddamn show. That nigga came in and DC Young Flyed it. That nigga came in like he was from the 70s. <laughs> dog. What type of Jive Turkey fit did he have on, dog? <laughs> I thought he was like, yo, Jive Turkey. Dog. That nigga really walked in that bitch like he was trying to kill the Mac, nigga, and not Meech. Yo, <laughs> all right. How let's you get, get a nigga with a heavy southern accent to pay a Detroit nigga. Let's get to BMF. Cause Let me play this uh, voice note. Though. Power, yeah, I got one from Rob too. But power, we over you. Um, we'll give you all a full power review on episode two, nigga. But that was our that was our overview. <laughs> Reek still running. Monet's a bad mom. Monet a worse mom than Tasha. It's up there. <laughs> she up and she getting stuck. <laughs> it's up there. Though. All right. All right. BMF. All right. Yo, Aunt Che, what up, though? It's your boy Treasy, a.k.a. Anthony Grammelton, a.k.a. Emmett Sniff, cocaine cowboy, man, from the Grams of Snow podcast. Yo, the snort. <laughs> I just wanted to... You know, hit y'all up, man, and shout out that caller that hit y'all last episode and said they found y'all show from Grams of Snow. Uh, I shouted him out on our pod, but I figured he may not be a returning customer if he found y'all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to give him his love on his podcast. But on a serious note, man, this episode, the season finale, which was some mid, but we gonna get to that. Um, they they made mention to the BKs and the Delray boys, and those sounded like two crews that are probably from the Detroit area. So I'm praying that y'all get into that, man, because I want to learn more about that. So so that's what it is, man. And uh, Rob Silva is currently doing his voice note from a bodega waiting on his chopped cheese with extra mushrooms. <laughs> that's my final answer. My bad, fellas. Uh, let me finish that shit up. Uh, yeah, I was wondering what y'all thought about the criticisms of the show, because, you know, like sometimes I can find myself doing it too. Oh no, matter of fact, that's the old boy from last week. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, hold on, let's do his voice note, and I'll play Rob's. No, um, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about that voice note from Treasy. Treasy, first of all, I appreciate you for sending that in, bro. What up, though? Um, far as the Delray boys and the BKs, I have no idea if those is real crews. More than likely made up, and I say that only because Kato and her dad and all that, all that was made up. Yeah, so sure. I, I feel like I know Delray, I know that's a neighborhood. Like I know that. Um Black Kings again, if it was a crew, I don't doubt it. But I don't know them niggas. <laughs> I I wasn't gang gang, nigga. Well But one thing they did mention was Maserati Rick. One hundred percent. And Maserati Rick's a real nigga. It's a real, real. Rest nigga. in peace, Maserati Rick. 
one of them first real niggas. Yeah. Big Meech before Big Meech, nigga. Um, Maserati Rick got a lot of money in Detroit, nigga. Uh, shout out to his daughter. Uh, I'll be I'll be checking out her Instagram page sometime, <laughs> dog. No, 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 no. Not not on that. But she posts a lot about him and about her mom. Her mom's still serving. Her mom been locked up 18 years. Sheesh. Oh, and he got a son, too? I think so, but I don't know his grand. Yeah. But I I found the daughter somebody posted or reposted something she put up and I I found her shit and just I feel like I seen like I don't know I could yeah. be making this shit up he could I I feel like I seen him like on the news like looking for information yeah he oh. could have a son but um Maserati Rick I'll, I'll give you the short version uh I, if y'all want to know maybe you do maybe you don't about some Detroit drug mm-hmm. culture and all that shit I've mentioned his name on the pod before. Go to YouTube and type in Al Prophet. Yep. Uh, he a white guy. Yeah. But he is on his shit. He knows everything. Like. About anything and everything that was happening back Al then. Al Prophet is on his shit. Much love and respect to him. Facts. He's a real journalist. He even did some movies and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, Al Prophet does the history of this shit. Yeah. He's a, uh, what's, what's dog on, on the gram that do all that New York shit? Macopolis, Macap. It's it's a dude on the gram who got a page that talks about all the New York players from that era. Um, Al Prophet is Detroit's that like our our Detroit drug I, historian. I learned could, so much. I'm like, yo, I never knew Detroit that. street historian, and bro. not even just black. Yeah, yeah. He talking about everything the shit, the, from the purple yeah. gang to the. I didn't even know the purple gang was a D, some Detroit. Yeah. yeah I thought it, you know, Jim Jones and niggas trying to steal that shit. Uh, like, it's, hey. it's a thing. Here. Um, was, but yeah, Treasy, uh, BKs and Delroy boys, probably not more realistically. They probably weren't real gangs. That was probably some shit made up for the show. But look up Maserati Rick. Um, famously, Maserati Rick when he got ki- first of all, Maserati Rick got shot, survived. Was in the hospital, Sinai Grace, on the west side. It wasn't called Grace back then. but um, And then they came up to the hospital and killed him, nigga. Shit is wild. Shit is wild, dog. Like, Maserati Rick was really... What they tried to do to uh, to bro on Raising Canaan, yeah. they did to Maserati Rick, bro. Um, His car wash was really real. Uh, So I, I can't think of his daughter's Instagram page right now, but she recently posted... His business card from the car wash when he was running it, like she was like, "Yo, say what you want about my dad," but when it came to his businesses, he really moved like a real businessman. Like that nigga wasn't just fronting to launder money. Nigga, <laughs> it was like, no, nigga, I had a boxing gym, I had a car wash, I had cards for each one. Yo, uh, yeah, y'all listen to Shop Talk, uh, the intro song. We don't play the whole song, but it's the part where like they don't know about Bush Jones and. Bring Maserati, mm-hmm. Malcolm, the Desert Eagle, yo, like Maserati Rick. Yeah, he one of them. Uh, they called him Maserati Rick because he was famously the first person in Detroit with a Maserati. He preferred Benzes, but was known as Maserati Rick. His preference of Benzes after he got killed, they buried him in a Benz casket with real Benz parts. Think about that. Like, come on, this is the type of money he was getting, dog. <laughs> Look that up if you think I'm lying. You can Google Maserati Rick funeral. You'll see the Benz casket right there, buried in it for real, nigga. Real Benz parts from Germany, nigga. Like That's fucking he crazy. was getting a different type of money in the '80s, dog. Um, so yeah, man, look up more about Maserati Rick. Go to Al Prophet's YouTube page. You can learn more just in general about Detroit history. But he got a lot of info on that era. Um, 
And shit, go comment and ask him if the fucking Delray boys was real. Nigga, I don't know. I doubt it, but I don't know. Um, we got another voice note from Rob Silva about BMF's finale. Let's get into that. Sometimes it's best to rip the Band-Aid off and bleed. I love that fucking bar by Meech when he told B. Mickey what he had to do after B. Mickey killed his girl. Um, question to you fellas. Lamar, is he dead? Was it confirmed that Lamar was dead? Because last I saw him, he was spitting blood while laying on the floor after, shockingly, Meech shot him. Oh, I didn't think, like you fellas, that T or Meech would ever kill anybody on the series. You know? That question was answered this final episode. Uh, I love the dynamic between Meech and T and the ending of the episode. And I like how they showed a grown-up Meech in his, in his prison cell with the calendar showing the year he was writing the journal and talking to, and narrating about the program. Solid episode. Um, solid season. I mean, it's not Snowfall or Wire, but I mean, it's entertaining nonetheless. Uh, now we move on to uh, that bitch-ass Tariq, and uh, I'll be watching that uh, later tonight and uh, sending you guys a voice note. Uh, great job as always, fellas. I know y'all going to be doing super overtime this week with all the content from last week, Man. as well as the controversy over Cal Rittenhouse, uh, King Richard movie, so forth. Peace and blessings, brothers. Rob, appreciate it as always, bro. Um, King Richard, we, we might get us some love later during the holiday season or something. I don't know. Um, I haven't watched it yet. No, Jay mentioned he ain't watched it yet. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, ain't nothing to be said. We, we kind of talked our piece when it first happened. Kind of already mentioned we knew what the results of this trial was going to be. Fortunate or unfortunate, man, uh, being white in America always helps. I'll just say that. It, it's helpful. Um, it don't hurt you. It, it will not hurt you to be white in this country, nigga. Ask Braden. All right, man. Uh, BMF, the finale, bro. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you think about the episode before we get into the details <clears throat> and all that? Um, thank you uh, to stars or the writers or whatever for not doing um, some power caning shit. Yeah. This nigga had to die, dog. Yeah, you cannot like it's in, in real life. He's not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we know the, the character th- Lamar is based off of is alive and yeah. well. So I don't think only people think I think only people I think they're going to quote unquote kill on the show is people who's still alive. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because to implicate yourself in a murder of somebody who actually died Mm-mm. and there's no statue of liberty. It's not smart. It's not. Smart. It's not smart, especially for somebody who's already locked and somebody who only got out last year because of COVID. Yeah. Um. So, um, I'm so fucking glad that they ended that shit, dog. Now we can move on to something else because y'all made him like a super, y'all made him like super villain Thanos or some shit. Yeah. Like it was, it was making, it was making me, it felt unrealistic. Fam, he's been walking around at least a day, if not longer, bleeding, just bleeding from a bullet hole, just leaking. Yo, oh, I'm sorry. I got, I, I got, yo, shout out to Donnell Rawlings, nigga. Yo, Donnell Rawlings came in with the creepiest five minutes of hilarious shit I've ever seen, nigga. It was also part of the wire. Facts. Low key as fuck. 
low-key as fuck. Um, Ashley Larry, to y'all who don't know, he killed that. That was a quick... Again, I also think he might have got a call about 10 minutes before the episode started, but uh, I think he did a little more with his time than DC Young Fly. I don't put that on DC Young Fly, by the way. I just don't think they gave him much to work with. In DC Young Fly's scene, the nigga behind him had on some current buffs. I didn't appreciate that at all. I'm a, so DC, he's supposed to uh, he's supposed to be in the studio uh, in about two weeks or so. Okay, ask him yeah. if he had more than 15 minutes to prepare. Yeah. I feel like they threw that at him. But uh, anyway, the episode itself, dog. I thought it gave closure, obviously, to the Lamar situation, but it also left us wondering. Like, I mean, clearly we know what happened in real life. T didn't stop and go open a. Well, I don't know if he opened a car business with his dad or not. I know BMF had a car business. Maybe that's why his dad. And got what was bike. funny, Meech was literally saying, "Oh shit!" When when T told him about it, he was like, "Oh shit!" They just put a little new stash spot in my car right now. I could take all your inventory down there, get the stash. And T was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We ain't doing that." Maybe that's what they ended up doing. Maybe that's how the car spot became the car spot, nigga. Um. But it gave closure to the Lamar situation, which I agree with you. He had to die. Um, and the Cato situation. Yo, I've I've now had this discussion with my mom, with Shorty, with a couple other people, all women. Cato is also alive and well today. Yeah, yeah. The person uh, that character is based off of is literally living her life right now. But on the show, Cato had to die, right? I'm not alone in that, right? He got to go. My nigga, you infiltrated my crew. On behalf of a nigga that was trying to kill me. Then you fucked my my man, my lieutenant, my best friend. How about this? Not only did she have to die, Lamar had to die. And if B. Mickey would have lied, he was dying. B. Mickey, I literally asked you that to see if I needed to kill you or not. Period. There was no... When he said what you would have done if I didn't tell you that. That nigga Meech... Yo, shout out to Meech. Lil Meech. This episode... The facial expressions were on point like a motherfucker. Like, he always gives the, like, sort of that Meech face, nigga. But this time, they were, like, appropriate, dog. And he sold it, too. He really did. Thank you. I appreciate you. Sold it. Anybody like you. Like, I I set this shit up so You a loyal nigga. If you don't tell me now, that mean you just a stone cold liar. Yeah, bro. And here's the thing, dog. If you know me... You know why I'm asking you these questions, nigga. Because this is your one and only chance to not be fake about it. Tell me the truth. Keep it a buck. I thought I thought Beach was going to be like, and to be perfectly honest, I told nigga T to give you the work for free. But Man. that nigga charged you. But he ain't want to sell it. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna... But like in real life, no. I didn't want to charge you. Because yeah. everything that Meech said to be Mickey... Was a true though. Facts. Like, nigga, you my guy. You been down since day one. B. Mickey's disdain and his attitude toward leadership in the group is toward Terry. It's not toward Meech. Meech respects you. Meech fucks with you. You really are my guy. B. Mickey, you a loyal motherfucker, dog. You are. You did what had to be done. J-Mo had to die. J-Mo had to die. Hey, Kato had to die. Now... B. Mickey did lie, though. Lied about getting... And we knew it when he said he got rid of that gun that he used to kill J-Mo. Yeah. But that lie has now come back to bite you. Because the nigga asked you directly, that ain't the same gun you used to kill J-Mo, is it? 
Hell no, nah, nigga. Okay, well, when the cops match yeah, slugs who, up. But guess who asked him that, though? It's Terry who asked him. Terry asked him. Hey, you hate me, but I'm trying to fucking look out for you, nigga. But if it was Meech, Meech was like, yo, if that's to get rid of that shit. Yeah. But the way he was cleaning that shit incorrectly uh, <laughs> made me, we kind of talked about that. Like, yo, that's that done. Yeah, yeah. And we, we knew it. We called it. Shout out to us. We called shit. We knew it was the same gun that he used to kill J-Mo. But now, I think it sets up something for season two. Well, so they did a few things to set up something for season two and, and set up conflicts for season two. One, A, be Mickey. They literally got you, nigga, feet over the coals, my nigga. You are dead to rights right now, nigga. We got your gun hidden in your little weak-ass stash spot and two bodies on it. One of them was your bitch. One of them is the nigga J-Mo, who I thought Meech killed. You gonna, How loyal are you? Because they talk loyalty all episode. How loyal are you, nigga? Like, in real life, if these niggas would just be honest, they'll be good. Yo. Because as soon as I finish talking to the police, I'm going to go like, yo, Meech, this is what happened. They pulled me in there. <clears throat> then either A, I can be a triple agent, Yep. <clears throat> feed them back some information, or guess what you can do? You can just kill that nigga. Yeah. Because you know where he live at. Facts. When I nigga coming out the house one day, somebody run up on him, shoot him in the back of the head, and it's over. And like, they can assume that Meech did it, mm -hmm. but how? Ain't no cameras around. <laughs> like, how you know? Here's the thing. Um, Detective Bryant should have been dead the minute that he gave that money back. Facts. Said, I no longer want to be a part of this. Okay, well, now you know too much, nigga, because you've been a part of this. How you, you, it's nigga, blood in, blood out, my nigga. You the police. Nigga, here's the thing. I fucked with you as police because you were helping me. You were an asset. If you no longer want to be an asset, then that means all you left with is being police. You got to die now. That's just what it is, dog. Rest in peace, Detective Bryant. But instead, you let that nigga look you in your eye last week, Meech. And tell you, give your mama my condolences. <laughs> Nigga, I'm not dead. Why would I Why would I give her? Yo, you seem like you're going to be a problem, detective. Ain't a nigga in the live that can tell me that shit. Fam, if you look me in the eye and tell me to give my mama your condolences, and I'm looking you in the eye and listening to you say that shit, it's going to be a different turnaround. It's going to be a lot of slow, slow singing, singing and flower bringing. For sure. If my burk alarm starts ringing, what you think all the guns is for? <laughs> all purpose war. Got the Rottweilers by the door. I got Umar by the door. <laughs> and I feed him gunpowder. Y'all don't know. Jay really feed his dog gunpowder, nigga. Stay away, bro. <laughs> got Jay got mean ass German Shepherd. Jay yeah. got a Nazi dog for you niggas, bro. Just to let you know, nigga. Auschwitz on you niggas. Anyway. Huh. Um. Oh, Kato having to die. Real quick. So I've heard from a lot of people, again, Shorty, couple of the homegirls in the thread on uh, online, my mom. Yo, why did, why did he kill? Fam, do you know what she was trying to, why she was initially sent here? Fuck who she fell for. And she only fucked B. Mickey after the first time Lamar threatened her, nigga. She wasn't giving that nigga no ass because, yo. She went directly to his house right after. I'm here to kill Meech and help him kill Meech. Once this nigga threatened me, okay, now I'm gonna go get his. So what y'all thought was gonna happen after? So, so, 
So they think that he should have never told me the truth, or he should just not have killed her. So now you want B. Mickey to be a liar? You want him to be? Because here's the thing: B. Mickey held that secret too long. Personally, should have upped her ass when she was cooking sausages in your basement. If you the real soldier, but you know what? I get it. You in love? I'll be honest. If I'm Meech, I'm still looking at you sideways. Just a smidge, nigga. After, like, in, like, cause yo, here's nah, the thing. Granted, if I didn't ask you, was you gonna tell me? And granted, I work a nine to five. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. You know <laughs> we ain't no killers, but don't push us. But if I'm in this game, I'm in mm-hmm. this life. If I wouldn't have this conversation with you, you was gonna, you was gonna allow this. Yeah. Like, after you kill her, I'm gonna have to kill you, fam. And guess what? If you would have killed B. Mickey, then you wouldn't be in the situation that you're gonna be in season two. Cause B. Mickey gonna start, he gonna turn state evidence against you, my nigga. Dog. He ain't doing no time for you. B. Mickey, B. Mickey not doing no time for Terry. And you know what? Meech, you just told me I had to kill my girl. First girl I was ever in love with. I never been in love before. Now, I ain't doing no time for you neither, nigga. Now, I don't know if that's a writing thing. Or or what? I don't th- shouldn't the shouldn't the statement be that's the only person I've ever been in love with? Because first first means, girl. <laughs> when I say yo, this is the first person, that means it's gonna be a second and a third and a yeah. fourth and a fifth. If you you y'all y'all in high school, so you are like it can't be yeah. that emotional if you if you already thinking that this shit gonna end, it's gonna be something else. Yeah, you be like yo, this the only person. Yeah, not the first person. Yeah, because you say first, that means it's multiple. Fam, whoever wrote them exchanging them I love yous before we put that kill shot in, salute to you. I felt real Michael-ish. That felt very, my nigga, you look good, girl. Yep. Bow, nigga, blow your shit on the side view mirror, nigga. Yo, that was perfect. That scene, I ain't gonna lie, it was a little emotional, dog. Yeah, it was. Kinda- I, I I felt in a in a half second smidge. I felt a little bad for Kato, dog. All right, look, not on no murder shit. Clearly, yeah. You My ever, nigga Kato, you ever had to cut somebody off or stop dealing with somebody that you really do like and fuck with? Yeah, and like not even on no romantic shit. Like just like human to human. Like you was my people. And then I found out some shit about you, and I couldn't fuck with you no more. Or even if it's not because I found something out, but, yeah, yeah. but like whatever, or just something what, happened in life. Whatever the situation is, or you and can't I can't continue, fuck with you no more. And you gotta do this. You gotta do whatever it is. But like, hey, I can't. You gotta. Some people you gotta cut their water off, nigga. You can't stop DCE. <laughs> it was so crazy. My dad worked for the water department for like he, he was from eighteen to retirement. Okay, pops literally can stop the water in this one. Yeah, we we water, cut y'all water off. Water meters all through the crib. Dog. Matter of fact, I my dad would take the water meters, take a Dremel, and turn. He turned the bitches into piggy banks. So mm. our piggy banks and shit was giant metal yeah. uh, water meters. We put. Lots of shit. Um, I think to to your question, having to cut a motherfucker off who you really fucked with, Meech would feel exactly the same way if he had to off B Mickey. He would know exactly how B Mickey felt in that moment, dog. You know who? Couldn't? I love you, my nigga. You know who couldn't? Hmm. TVT. Yeah. Like my nigga, our sister just got almost. Nigga, he trying to kill us. My nigga. 
that nigga. Talking about, why you? Why are you asking about? Why are you asking about the money? <laughs> nigga, that nigga literally tried to kill it. He, I think he shot you, nigga. We, I appreciate Meech asking one more time. Like you shot my brother, nigga. What did he say? <laughs> he didn't say. He was sitting there gurgling blood. And then that nigga Meech said, "It don't matter. No way. You already did." <laughs> so, I was like, "But no, Meech, let him answer though, because I need to know." I was waiting for that extra shot though. So, to uh, who said that, Rob? Yeah. To Rob Silver's point, you're right. So upon my second watch of the shit, because I think in my mind I was waiting so much on the second shot, I just assumed that it happened in my head. It's just a gut shot. On the second watch, I realized he only shot him the one time that we saw on camera. And then they turned to be Mickey and Kato. But on my third watch of the episode, I put it all together. Yes, he is dead to answer your question, Rob. Because Detective Bryant, when he pulled over B. Mickey and he had him in the interrogation room, said, I can't link you to Lamar Silas's body because you ain't shoot Lamar. Meech did. He don't know that. But... Yo gun wasn't on Lamar shit. The bullets we found was in Cato and J-Mo. So I think that was our conclusion that Lamar is actually dead because um, we know Lamar's body was dead. And the there. fact that me said that nigga dead in the motherfucker. <laughs> or that. Um, so even though Lamar had to go, still sad to see a nigga go who was... Uh, I wasn't. No, no, no. Not, not sad in like a aw tight way, but like... Damn, man. It had been a minute since we got a villainous character on one of these types of shows who died when they were supposed to die. Yeah, for sure. Now, granted, Lamar lived about two or three extra episodes, but compared to Kanan going three extra seasons after he should have died, I appreciate him dying in, in the finale, dog. We seen old boy from the uh, party. Yeah, he showed back up. He also going to be the new nigga on All-American Homecoming when they do the Black College what is he in, though? I don't know where he from, but, he, but I know he's he going to be on that. He did have a familiar-ass face. You know, he looked like, shout-out mm. to my battle rap fans, he looked like KG the Poet from Arizona. Uh, that's who that nigga immediately reminded me of, who can rap his ass off of. He really can, dog. He might be a better rapper than battler, nigga. 100. I, um, well, damn, he good, really... He can rap and yeah, battle. And he's a really good battle rapper, but, like, the nigga can spit, dog. He really do look like that nigga, though. That's actually funny. I hadn't put that together. But the actor looks familiar. I don't know what else I've seen him in. I just know he's going to be the the lead athlete or lead uh, character on All-American Homecoming whenever that comes out. Um, shout out to him, too, because uh, he kept it real with Meech. Gave him some good advice, but also— No matter what. <laughs> preach. <laughs> Meech. Um, not only did he keep it a buck with Meech— he also gave Meech the little bit, because, again, back to Meech sort of having very directed and pointed conversations with niggas. The same way you knew sort of what he was leading to or alluding to when he was talking to B-Mickey, you knew what he was alluding to when he was talking to Kato, yo. Like, yo, man, tell me about your dad. <laughs> like, who was, which crew did your dad wrote? And he even gave her a chance. He said, yo, was your dad with the Delrays? Delray boys? No, I think he ran with the BKs. No, actually, that nigga ran with the Delray boy. And I know this already because I know your dad ran with Lamar. And I'm asking you to see if you're going to keep it a buck. Maybe you would have lived if you would have told me the truth, nigga. Who knows? Why wouldn't she just go to meet you when, when, when Lamar pressed? Damn. 
the same shit she told me, Mickey, she could have told Meech. Yo, look, I'm going to keep it real. This is how I got in, nigga. It was some Lamar shit. But now that I'm in, I wouldn't, I left that part quiet, but I would have said, yo, the nigga that's pressing you, I know him, and he because he knows me, he came to my house. He was from my dad. Yeah, he wrote yeah. my dad. He oh, and I owe him a favor. He he pressing me. Yo, he trying to get I, me to turn on you, nigga. I lied because I was afraid for my life. Yeah, but help me, nigga. Hey, I know I ain't supposed to be fucking be Mickey. That's but, that's a separate issue. Even before they started fucking, yeah. what I'm saying is, as soon as yeah, when they when she ran up when he ran up on her well, in the bathroom. Here's the reason why I don't think she. Initially did that Because initially She ain't give a fuck About killing Meech Once she start Fucking be Mickey And then start Loving him And liking him Then she realized I can't kill Meech That's his mans I can't kill my man's mans What I look like Nigga I'm a violator If I do that shit So she ain't do it But to your point I still think It was a way around Just the same way I feel like When uh, Lamar came to be Mickey crib last week Yeah and be Mickey seeing the nigga walking out the house and then came in and you was cooking sausages instead of sitting there waiting on be Mickey so you could say, yo, fam, Lamar just came in here while I was butt naked laying in bed, nigga. What the fuck? Like, we got to off this nigga, bro. Got to go. But you stood up and put your drawers on and start making some fucking Eckridge. Nigga, relax. You doing too much. 101 cast members. I'm trying to find old boy. God damn. Yeah. They pulled the power. They did that power book ghost. Um, mom and pop got that settlement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that nigga pop smile was so genuine. He looked like he had a, a fourth kid when that nigga he saw that contract and said, "Whoo, two hundred and thirty thousand dollars." Yo, shout out to uh to the the lawyer Karen. One, cause she from Flint, and we just love anybody from from the crib, anybody from the from the close to the crib, all that. You from Michigan, you getting a shout out. Shout but out two, my second shout out to her is because she left out the whole part about this money is going into a trust until that nigga turns eighteen. So I wanted to mention this one, the power. Like, is that some shit that all the kids have to do? Fam, I guess you got to be eighteen to get some fucking bread, nigga. Like, who the fuck said that? That's why Reek starts selling crack, <clears throat> nigga. That's why Terry and Meech start selling like, crack. Well, listen, we we'll take this settlement if you give us the money now. I mean, granted, fam, she know for a fact they thought they was getting a check to cut today. I'm like, okay, well, do, does your money, the rest of the two hundred thirty thousand dollars, does your money? Because you just come said out? after the fees, you will get about a buck fifty. Well, bitch, take the fees when we get to two thirty, nigga. <laughs> like right now, we got zero. I don't understand, nigga. I'm I'm lost. What's old boy name? Who that? The the dude we looking for. What's his On the show that nigga name was like Boom. Yo, it's 101 niggas in here and he ain't the one. Oh shit. That's fucking crazy. Um Oh, I did this last night. It's right in my search. Boom BMF and nothing came up. Nigga. <laughs> uh, oh, uh Peyton Alex Smith. That's his name, nigga. Peyton Alex Smith. Founding Let's see. He was on Quad or The Quad on BET. That's what must have been from. My mom watched that, so that sounds familiar. Um, yeah, because everything else he was in. Oh, he was in Detroit. The movie. Ah, I did oh, see him shit. There too. Damn. 
Dog got a straight little. He he getting started. Oh shit. He was in a. Uh, the movie about oh that's twenty twenty one yeah yeah he was in that movie about Carter High School which is uh Dallas Carter that's the the team that whooped their ass at the end of uh Friday Night Lights he's also on Luke Cage damn I boy getting to it man but no I remember him from um the choir because he had a main role he was matter of fact he yeah was, I think he was the he dude was the yeah, main yeah, role. yeah he was the nigga. He was so, that yeah, nigga, that's, yeah. That's, that's why I know him from the quiet. Okay. All right. Well, Peyton Alex Smith, shout out to you. Um, Mom and Pop getting the settlement, the shit going to the trust. Karen didn't say nothing. We didn't see Nicole in this whole episode, which I thought was a little strange. Uh, budgetary concerns. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not paying this motherfucker for four episodes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different tax bracket. It was only wild because I'm like... <laughs> Yo, she she twelve. Like, where's she at? If she not with y'all or in school, where did she go after like the funeral and shit? Like, did y'all send her back to school? Y'all keeping her close? What the fuck? Say you gotta put my money in a trust. I don't know how that works, but uh, <laughs> and mom checked him like, <laughs> you know, that's not your money, right? Fam, that nigga pops already had a business plan. <laughs> mom, yo, pop said. He don't deserve that money after all he put me through. Nigga, he got shot in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yo, Terry literally eye. gave up his vision for this 130K. Nigga. Y'all niggas, weak-ass nigga lying, acting like it's all for, I want to save him, I want to save him. No, you want to save him so you can get that fucking money. Man, um... Terry being like that nigga apologized and then went back to being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing that mom do. I want y'all to rewatch the whole series. Every time she go to talk to Meech and Terry, she put her hands up like this. And it's real funny to me because it's so subtle, but she do it every time Listen. she come in the room. Like, look, nah, to Terry, I don't know. Yo, why Terry girl about to go to Pittsburgh, wherever the fuck she was headed. Pennsylvania, nigga. Uh, she later ends up having a baby by Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> She's Wiz Khalifa's mom, actually. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she she birthed Wiz Khalifa. Actually. Yo. If y'all, um, if y'all do the Googles. The I'm time matches hey, up. Listen, I'm from here. I know. Like, hey, <laughs> the timeline matches. You start lying. I'm from here. I know. No, okay. no, no. I was there, nigga. <laughs> Um, my uncle told me, don't leave at this point. No, like you stayed through the baby, through the gunshot, through what's the second so, surgery. What's so wild is like y'all, the mama, and y'all, daddy, y'all, y'all swear y'all love these kids and shit. Like he, like you, not about to take my fucking kid. Relax. Son. That nigga said, son, you can't keep her against her will. We fuck that, uh, sir. You don't live here, nigga. Why are you here? Oh. <laughs> well, now that you ask, my business plan, I got a car business. Funny what niggas do for money, but you judging me. Man, man. Nigga, why did you know this? How about this? This is, dr this is drug money, too. This, this money is coming directly Yo. from my interaction in the drug trade. So you should not want this money either. Because I wouldn't have got shot in the eye if I, if I wasn't. I wasn't me. It wasn't me, so fam. Didn't you want Terry to just be like, dog, take this little hundred fifty thousand and go on somewhere, dog? Y'all niggas is getting on my nerves. Bro. I wanted Terry to take the money and buy the re up. <laughs> well, that's what I thought he would have did had he got cash. Nigga, we'll take this one thirty, make that shit five hundred by the end of the month. Y'all putting it in a trust, nigga. That ain't what I signed up for, yo. 
let's talk about uh you brought up the Rio. <laughs> Big L don't like Meech. <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. At, at, at this particular point, like my nigga, I don't fucking work for you. Okay? You not about to be up in no fucking straps on me, acting like you don't want to work with me. Nigga, my hands touch every fucking product. If I go down, nigga, you don't like who the fuck you think you are? She don't like that nigga at all. I'm like, like, well, fuck you then. It's personal with her and Meech, nigga. But here was my thing, though. Is she going to fuck Terry? Because she be giving Terry some strange looks, one. 15-year-old Terry, by the way. Facts. But then, two, 15-year-old Terry, who she met at the bar. (laughs) How how Terry just getting in? (laughs) I get he tall, but damn, nigga. But then... It was right after that nigga Terry insisted, like, yo, I know you don't like Meech. I know I violated your rule. You ain't want to see him cool. But what he said was true. We need more bricks. And she was like, yo, that's a big ass for a nigga who just needed an extension a couple days ago. She said, you sure you want to do this? That nigga Terry said, hell yeah. This is one second later. She was like, all right, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Nigga. Fam, do you want to get me to work or not? <laughs> like, I'm not going to play these games with you, dog. This is a weird... I tell you like this. Um, I'm buying this shit from you up front. You not my boss. If I don't I work give you, you this much money, you give me that amount of cocaine in return. And guess what? That's how this works. If I don't want to come back next week, I ain't coming back. So I didn't like that whole re-up schedule shit. Now, granted... It's me, and I never sold coke. Facts. Might have sold crack. Never know. Don't know what I did. But I never had no re-up schedule. <laughs> I, if I bought from you one time, that's I paid you. You gave me that amount. I walked away, nigga. As a career criminal who don't follow rules because mm-hmm. I'm a career criminal, I'd be damned if I let a nigga tell me what the fuck I'm going to do or not. If My I nigga, don't want to buy it, I'm not buying it. You're the plug. I paid you. I bought that amount. If I go in a store and I buy a candy bar, the store owner can't be like, based on my inventory, you better come back tomorrow and buy that candy bar again. What? It ain't my fault you ain't stack your cheese and you got to play your supplier. Nigga, if you don't have enough people buying candy bars, that is not my problem. I bought mine. Mine is paid for. I'm leaving. I own my candy bar now. Yeah, that's why I can't. If I want another one, I'm going to hit you. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, um, I'll say it like a, for, for an example, I'm not made out for the military, right? right? Because I'm not with following these rules. Right. Just for the sake of following rules. Um, I'm not for yelling at me as a motivational tool. Like I'm, I'm not better than you at this shit just because I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not cool with that. And you're not going to tell me when I'm going to spend my money. I also don't understand, and again, maybe I could have missed some, but I'm like, yo, ain't that really why y'all stopped fucking with Pat in the first place? I get it was a different thing. Y'all was working with him on consignment, but I'm like, the whole point of getting y'all shit up front was so you could move on your own and operate as you wanted to. Big L ain't letting you operate as you want to, nigga. I'm a free agent, my nigga. Fam. Apparently not, because she fucking wanted that bread, nigga, and was not going to play about it, dog. Huh? Don't pull your gun on me and my brother, though. Like, it wasn't never that deep. And guess what? I get you dealing you dealing with me, but you're going to put some respect on my brother's name. Yeah. Period. 
So that's what I've been wanting Terry to say. And even if you, let's say you don't put some respect in my brother's name, you're not gonna put no disrespect on it. Yeah. You you don't gotta have nothing good to say, but you're not about to say nothing bad either. And you also not gonna look me in the eye and threaten me based on my brother. It's a lot of shit you just not gonna do for the fifteen year old me that's buying all this weight from you, nigga. And y'all niggas think y'all tough in these weak ass suits, nigga. I'm holding my gun in some jeans. <laughs> Yo, you know what? Where Lil Zane at? Where Lil Zane at? Lil Zane, come dead this nigga, dog. Cause I'm not showing up to this bitch by myself if you got your crew. Yo. Lil Zane fucking named BMF, nigga. Nigga came up with the Mafia family. <laughs> I thought that was going to go Rush Time Management first. Cause In reality. Yeah, maybe that's what that record store was. Maybe that was got Rush you, Time Management. Got you. So maybe we might already bypass that on a yeah. low. Um, <laughs> yo, I really enjoyed this show. I really enjoyed this season. Salute to Lil Meech. I'm excited to see him in Euphoria. Whenever season two comes out. <laughs> but I, I'm going to tell you what I didn't need. is <laughs> him breaking down BMF. <laughs> that nigga said, yo, B, because we black. <laughs> Before that, he was like, Big Meech Flittery? <laughs> yo, both of them niggas was real funny on two scenes. When Terry said, Big Meech Flittery, nigga. And when Meech said, I see you got that settlement, Terry Flittery. <laughs> 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 them niggas delivered them lines really perfect, dog. Um, no, that nigga breaking down the fucking BMF acronym was the most awkward. Sh- nigga said, B, cause we black. <laughs> Mafia, cause we move like the B mob. Stands for Bronco Bees and W's Bass Bay goes in a pair of bars. You see us coming down the aisle, you act like we are stars. Not trying to make no oh. joke, just trying to make it known. It's niggas in the world that call me girls. Balls in the Cadillac, bro. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Mafia, because we move like the mob. Do y'all? And family, because we are family. Dog, I was sitting there looking at my TV like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut on scared. <laughs> I was annoyed as shit at that, bro. But shout out to Lil Zane for creating BMF, nigga. That's, he don't get enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Um, what else happened this episode, man? Uh, it was just a, it was a cool finale, dog. Um, I do think because a couple people hit me uh, and had similar thoughts to uh, Treasy and said it was a good finale, but it was kind of mid. A couple people said that. I like and, the double and triple cross because um, Lamar been out thinking them niggas the whole time, whole time, and I, he got and and Meech came through with the the triple cross. The the. Overplay for the underlay, nigga. Um, I think I figured out why people might have thought it was a little mid. Killing Lamar in any other finale would have been the last scene. That yeah. would have been the final thing. It was 20 minutes left on the clock when they killed Lamar. Yep. It's a lot of time. And it wasn't – and like, we got the drop on you and we did it. It wasn't yeah. no kind of fear or like, yo, what's going to happen? Nope. No, nigga, no, we, nigga, we literally purposely set you up to meet with Kato to think she played you and then put both of y'all in position to realize we played both of y'all. We need this, though. Yeah. Because the thing with BMF is that they were smart. Facts. We did this shit through the 80s. We ain't go to jail to 2005, my nigga. Literally. Think about that. We wasn't wasting time getting niggas out the paint who ain't need to be in the paint. From the 80s to 2005. To 05. 
nigga from Detroit to Atlanta to LA to Miami. So we got to be smart. And at some point, all right, Meach, turn into ghosts, my nigga. Hey, Ops got to go. Now, I will say, <laughs> I was a little surprised they was broad daylight killing motherfuckers in front of the bar. <laughs> nigga, I was like, y'all just going to. It was nighttime. Well, broad nighttime, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers, broad nightlight. I was like, uh, y'all are identifiable as fuck. So I thought about it. Back in the day, you, you ain't about to say shit. You could do walk ups, and guess what? The walk up meant everybody who saw you wasn't going to talk because they knew they could get walked up on too, nigga. But I did. I, it was kind of, I was like, oh, they just went right up to the bar and did that shit in front of the little patio, nigga. Okay. I mean, hey. Not to bring this up as like a point. Yeah. But we started this episode off talking about. Right in front of the cookie spot. Broad daylight. Right next hey. door to a fucking family dollar with a HD camera. In a two-door Benz. Three niggas in a Benz. Poor niggas don't pull up in Benzes. Just a nigga in a coupe. Come on. Come on. Man. Well, I mean, y'all still probably poor, but yeah, it, it, no. it, it, I don't think this was over poverty. It was over. Yeah, no, that was fragile. it was street shit. That's the other thing too, man. Uh, so like the the go back. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to go yeah. back, but like the whole point where like yo, he was just trying to do something good for the community and everything. From this is street shit that don't got nothing to do with that. I can see if like I'm out here to do this shit and a nigga just tried to rob me. Yeah, yeah, normal. Yo, give me your chain. We have zero. He might not even know who I am. Yeah. He saw my chain and said, I, I gotta get this. I understand, like, yo, he just trying to, but like, this is, this, I would assume this is something different. So, don't make it right. No, no, no. Don't make it right at all. But the reality is, you can't set expectations for street niggas involved in street shit. <laughs> like, these niggas got beef. I'm not expecting you to all of a sudden have respect for a nigga. For instance, back to BMF, yo, we can low-key get the drop on Lamar if we have Kato go through with the shit she told him she was going to do. We know she lied and made up something for the fly, but we're not going to tell him that to keep it fair. Nigga, these is the streets. It's fucked up that we finna do Lamar like this, but hey, that's what street shit is, dog. It's, it's risky. It's risky. You take a risk doing this shit. You can't expect fairness out of these type niggas, dog. Out of these type of situations. They was really off this nigga in the in the uh funeral home. Fam, they went up in the morgue. Yo, uh Necrophilia is a really wild thing. And I get that there are people who actually do that. That's what makes it wild, but like Fucking Darnell, Darnell Rawlings, what he was in there, like, talking about doing with them bodies and shit, nigga, and kind of oogling and ogling over the, the dead body titties. I was like, yo, it's really people out here who be doing. That's a fact. It's weird, dog. But I could also appreciate that in the middle of him being a fucking pervert. <laughs> That nigga could stop and so his man bullet hole up real quick. Like, yo, pull up on me. And I gave you my hearse. You nigga said, you got some anesthesia? <laughs> yeah, that nigga said, do it look like anybody in here need painkillers? Raise nigga. your hand if you need painkillers. Like, dog. Um, <laughs> stitched the shit out that nigga. That hole was gone, nigga. I was like, wait a minute, dog. I know some niggas who been shot who shit wasn't stitched up that well, dog. Um, 
trying to think, man. Anything else in this episode we didn't touch? I know we was kind of all over the place. We ain't go scene by scene, but it ain't really required that. Um, oh, shit. At the end of it. So after getting arrested and the, and the little swoop and Drano coming down on niggas and then being let go and then killing Kato, killing Lamar, all this shit happens. Terry got his settlement, knew it was in a trust. The lawyer told him, yo, if y'all absolutely need access to it, I can help y'all write a letter to the judge. We can get out of you know, figure out a way to get y'all the bread or whatever. Pops came to him with a business idea. Terry said he wanted out the game, nigga. I'm going to go do this car business with Pops, nigga. We going. Well, like in, in, in real life, um, what, 100, what $130,000? $150,000 $150, in 86, 87? No, y'all was doing a'ight. Um, When y'all niggas probably make less than 20 a year? I was doing a'ight. Yeah. And look, you was buying the cars from the nigga who already did the car shit. He just needed to take care of his wife and couldn't run a business no more. So y'all was probably going to get them cars on a discount. I mean, at this point, like if I'm if y'all selling drugs because y'all poor and y'all living check to check and the mm -hmm. house is fucked up, what one hundred thirty hundred fifty thousand dollars in eighty six? No, that literally changed y'all entire life. Nigga, give me hundred, give me hundred fifty right now, fam. You give if Terry would have said, okay, let me keep fifty in my trust. Y'all take the hundred. Mom, pops, y'all take the hundred. Do whatever. Pops, you want to do your business? Do it. I don't got to be involved, nigga. But do whatever the fuck you want to do. Keep the 50 in my trust. I still set y'all up. Y'all was good. But Terry said, yo, I want to do this shit with pops. He got them 10 bricks from each. Then he told that nigga, I'm out. I don't want to do this shit no more. Uh, that's not quite how it works, my nigga. Because she clearly not going to do business with me. Uh... And Meech even brought that up. That nigga Terry said, that's your problem. Sir. Like, come on, dog. You you you, you tried to do the introducing handoff. She's not doing it with me. You just asked for more weight. And now you be like, no, I'm out. And not it's only not that. not going to work, my nigga. We got more weight. I guarantee you she being strict on the re-up schedule now, nigga. Because now we just bought 10 bricks instead of our normal five, nigga. I don't know. Whatever they was getting. And all this basically means, nigga, I'm going to make you give me this money or I'm going to hurt you. Literally. And I'm not about to let no nigga do me like that. And here's the other thing, Terry, dog. You can't just be out and I'm in charge of these bricks. Because if she come after niggas, what you going to tell her? Oh, I gave the bricks to Meech. I don't know what he did. Terry, you will get fucking killed, nigga. Like, What's funny is you don't want to deal with me, but nigga, okay, well, fine. When your money do, don't come to me then. Deal with T. And the other part. That's the other part. Um, nigga say you don't want to deal with me But nigga my hand didn't touch every fucking dollar Cause I'm the actual one selling the drugs Literally um, Cause I put Cause now we wholesaling We not we not, we not, not rocking up and backing up We wholesaling right It was my idea to wholesale And and you physically gave me the bricks It was my idea to get out there With the crew And sell and help them move to work Cause yo we need to re-up but some, it was three things that happened that I was like, okay, season two, we got new stories. The B-Mickey shit, Terry leaving the game to go start a business with dad. He did actually go to college. We know he went to college. So that's, um, that's two years from now. Hey, maybe he got back in the game. nigga. Maybe shit started looking appealing or the car business didn't take off. Selling dope in college. Hey, I know a lot of niggas who did it. They doing high in life right now. Um, The other thing that happened... We didn't see it 
as cleanly. They didn't really show. But the whole reason that we even saw DC McFly, they went to the east side, went to the other side of town to start selling over there because we got Drano over here in Southwest. Can't keep running into cops every time we move. They tackling us and shit. We getting chased. Can't do that. We got to sell elsewhere. Went to a store on the east side, set up shop in a store. You buy something from the store, you can come back here and shop with us. Easy money. We just creating extra for money for the black business. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, we doing our part, nigga. But when they told us. Uh, you got to buy something. I'm trying to buy $50 worth of crack. No, nigga. Buy <laughs> no, something nigga, from the store. Buy $49 worth of crack and go get an Arizona, nigga. But they told uh, Big L, yo, we just expanded. We out east now. Like, now we need these bricks because now we ain't just in Southwest. We still trying to figure out how to properly sell in Southwest without all these cops, nigga. Till then, we over in the east with it. So, it's a lot with season two, which we know they got renewed already. And we know my man about to be a big part of it because his wife got to be, or his girl got to be a big part of it, who is Lala. So, yeah. And he was like, nigga, just get the fuck out of my neighborhood. Don't sell my shit over here. You got me? That's it. And walked away. Well, all right. That's it. So it's going to be, um, and I mean, hey, they didn't kill Pat off. Yeah, Pat, not, he's not a one season ass nigga. You don't just get Wood Harris and Steve Harris and then get rid of one of them. Meech seemed like the type of nigga that let that him come back in and be into the fold. Shit. I don't know. Pat might see them niggas getting more money than him and do some fake partner up shit. He might, Pat might turn into Calvin off paid him full, nigga. You never Boy, fucking know. You'll be, I'll be supplying you now, nigga. Hey, it could go that way, man. All this so, shit is basically, it's one person with it, and then I give it to my man, then he give it to you, then you give it to him, then he give it to you. That shit didn't touch so many different fucking hands. Yeah. Um. Everybody swear they the plug. But nigga, you just got it from somebody else. Literally. One nigga. Yeah. Um. All that to say, solid first season, dog. It was a solid first season. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate what Stars did. Um, the finale offset how irritated I was with Power. Because I think I watched Reek first. Curve, you can't be sending voice notes at 8 o'clock. Each time I, <laughs> I miss the voice notes. Nigga, we record at like 5, 6 o'clock. Well, nigga, send it. Curve, hold up. Oh, he trying to send one? Yeah. <laughs> It depends on what he's talking about, because if it's insecure, we might could get to it, dog. I'm about to tell him we just finished um, Power and uh, what you call that shit, BMF. And BMF, yeah. If he got some insecure shit, though, tell him to send that through. Because we might be all right. But yeah, man, y'all let us know what y'all thought about uh, the Power Book 2 Season 2 premiere and the BMF Season 1 finale. I, I thought, honestly, man... Looking at Kanan, looking at BMF, and then looking at Power. Kanan is better than Power. They got lazy with Power Book 2. Facts. At least through one episode. Who did? I mean, I doubt the rest of the season just turns into fucking The Wire. But I mean, you can't take 15 plots and make it good. <laughs> fan. And that's what they're trying to overplot us instead of just giving us, you know, one solid storyline, which, man, again, every time I go back to the early days of Power, I get upset, bro. Um... But that said, coming off of Kanan, coming off of BMF, going into power, honestly, Kanan and BMF made Power Book 2 look real like maybe it's the – what was uh, – what's that one movie in Marvel? Um, Captain Marvel. This was the Captain Marvel 
where it was kind of like it was cool, but all the other movies in the Marvel verse was way better. <laughs> this was the Captain Marvel dog, and it kind of felt that way at least episode one. We'll see what Tariq and them is on as we go into next week. Um, Effie is back next week. She's actually going to be. She's supposed to be like a major character season two, so we'll see uh, if bringing her back makes Tariq act a little bit more smart in the streets. Um, but BMF, I appreciate the season, man. I thought it was good. Excited to see what they do for season two. Excited to see how long we keep this shit in Detroit because they already came up with the name BMF a little sooner than I thought they might. So now I'm I'm interested to see how fast they move through the story, man. If we come back next season, though, and it's 2002, I'm going to be mad as fuck. Um, hey, man, until next week, we back with power. Uh, look out for the Insecure Pod coming soon. Follow us on This Week in Culture on everything, all the socials. Until then, I'm at, that's Jay, This Week in Culture, episode 196. We out.